previously on Ready to Die. Hello, listeners. Certified Lover Boy on review. This is Love All. Never had a lot, this is all I need. I don't want to get copyrighted, People so. Yeah, talk over a little bit. Niggas turn their back on me for no good reason. One of my favorites. Loyalty is priceless, and it's all I need. Can't burn a bridge just to light my way. Thank you guys for tuning in. on the flights I'm taking. Pouring out my soul, and it might sound crazy. A lot of falling outs help me build foundation. Never had a lot, this is all I need. People never care till it's RIP. Niggas turn their back on me for no good reason. Never had a lot, this is all I need. All right, welcome to episode 105 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today for the third time on this podcast and the second time this year. I'm here with Mr. Alejandro Monzo. Alejandro, how are you, man? I am good, man. How about yourself, Blake? I'm good. I'm good. It's actually a nice day. It rained yesterday, Dude, which is amazing. Very amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the smoke, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I'm also here with a uh, friend from around the way, Mr. George Jorge Torres. George, how are you, man? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Are you seriously not going to talk on this shit? I'm going to say, you know, fucking wait. Oh, my God. All right. I want to give a special shout-out to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Overcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I also have free podcast hats. If you guys would like a free podcast hat, just hit me up on Instagram at BlakeMayfield23, and I'll be sure to get one out to you ASAP. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to our sponsor, JBL Hardscapes. Are you in need of a new patio, outdoor kitchen installation, new driveway renovation, or any retaining wall? Look no further than JBL Hardscapes. With over 24 years experience in the trade, JBL Hardscapes provides workmanship for domestic and commercial markets. Contact JBL Hardscapes at 707-260-9151 and ask for Derek to get that dream project finished that you've always wanted. Again, that is 707-260-9151. And without further ado, man, let's... Let's get into this album. So Drake dropped off his sixth studio album, Certified Lover Boy, last Friday, the 3rd of September. Um, originally, him and Kanye were supposed to drop on the same day, Donda mm-hmm. vs. Certified Lover Boy. Donda came a few days beforehand. Um, if you guys are interested to hear what I think about Donda, go back and listen to the last pod. And we're going to touch on Kanye a little bit because there's shots all throughout, and it's yep, part of the absolutely. fucking rollout. And it's yep. like, oh my god, I can't believe these two grown-ass men are still fucking sitting here. In their 30s, almost 40s. Both no, Kanye's like 45. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I want to bring that up in a little bit, Drake's age, because that is important. It is. It is very important. He's a certified lover boy, and he's going to be 35 next month. He's going to be 35 next month. Ugh. Yeah. Certified lover long. boy? Okay. He brought up uh, Millie Bobby Brown's 18th birthday on the album as that's, well. D- that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what happened. That's what he did. Um, but the album rollout was mired in not as much controversy as Donda, but there's definitely mm-hmm. some stuff going on. So yeah. I personally like the promotional tactic. I like how we put in each city, like, hey, New York, oh, the yeah. GOAT is on Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Hey, Atlanta, Thugger, uh, uh, Future, and, and, and Savage are on. The you Wayne know. one. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the one that, hey, Cactus Jack is on sort of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. So we can talk about that. Um, the Kanye beef is obviously there. And then the yeah. album cover. All this stuff happened before the album ever dropped. But let's get into the billboards, man. What did you think about it? It was a little different. I liked it. Yeah. It may have yeah. been better than the album itself. No, I, I think so, too. I mean, that's that's <laughs> definitely it. That's a good that's a good way to approach it. Um, just, like, that kind of mindset, too. Like, getting knowing that these cities are going to uh, gravitate towards the artists that come from where they're at, you know? Like, that's, a, that's just a cheat code right there, I feel like. Because it really, like, pays service to those fans. You know, they're like, oh, hey, my, you know, our, I guess, hometown hero, essentially, is, you know, a part of this. Um, 
And in a, in a sense, like a feature for an album is kind of like a cosine from those those artists, you know. Um, however you want to look at it, whether or not they fully endorse them, but most of the time, like if I've got you've got an artist from a, you know, on a feature, it's gonna be like a mutual kind of relationship in some sense. Right. So I don't know if that if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I agree because if you remember, Scorpion had maybe three or four features. I had yeah. Jay Z, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign, and um, Static Major. So he wasn't yeah. able to do this kind of rollout. No. With Scorpion, uh, that was the last album. Of course, I think yeah. uh, what Darkling demo tapes came out last year, but that was a mixtape. Yeah, it was a mixtape, uh, quote unquote. And so I, I like the tactic, man. It was very yeah. smart. Um, it was funny. There was a picture in Toronto of like down in like um, uh, not Times Square, but uh, the, the financial <laughs> district, which is like yeah. that Times Square, where it showed Donda, and then across the street it was like, hey, like I think like Party Next Door is on certified level or whatever. <laughs> just some, like, some <laughs> bullshit like that, like just a little like. That's funny. Oh, dude, these guys are so petty. So I like the the tactic. There's not much to go off on the billboards. Yeah, great promo. No, yeah, I know. think I think so too. That's something because the other than that, there really was no rollout for this album. I feel right. like Th- that was pretty much it. So um, I think if there was some more behind it, that would have been that would have been like the cherry on top. You know, if he had done some more. I mean, there obviously was, but like Drake's been Drake's been promoting this album for like over a year. Yeah, you know, and, but with very minimal effort, it feels like it feels right. like very minimal, and like he's been sitting on this album for how long, you know? And he waits now until this. I don't know. We'll we'll talk more about it, but um, well, let's get into Kanye, man. Why not? Yeah. Because that was besides the billboards, the biggest thing leading up to this album. And you mentioned it, you know, he took, basically it was supposed to come out last October, which yeah. for some reason his label is October's very own, and he's never, ever dropped an album in October. It's very <laughs> odd. I thought this would be the year he'd wait yeah, for it. You yeah. know, let me wait till my birthday or something. And I don't know what the deal is. I mean, none of his artists ever drop in October. It's very odd. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. He waited a whole year. It was supposed to come out in January, and then he tore his ACL, tore his meniscus playing basketball against KD. He did some, <laughs> I don't know, what man. He did, he did some shit. He had to have surgery, and then he said, oh, I got COVID, and then he said, oh, I got to relax. And it was a bunch of fucking excuses. Yeah, just, Another reason why this album is a humongous letdown to me, which we'll get into yeah. later, but the Kanye West beef. I'm sure you've heard Donda. Yeah, I think Donda washes Certified Lover Boy. Yeah, wipes it off yeah. a fucking map. Oh yeah, I mean, and Donda's essentially a, a Donda's pretty much a double album. You know, you're looking at that's like almost a two hour runtime. Right, it's like and a the, movie. Yeah, it's literally like a movie. And the fact that he's able to stay pretty consistent throughout most of that track list is is really a testament to Kanye as an artist too. You know, um, Drake. I mean, I don't know what's up with all these albums this year being like an hour and a half, which is really long for an Streaming album. Era. Yeah, especially. I mean. It's it's pretty absurd, but like for Kanye, I think um, he kind of approaches albums differently. You know, he knows what people want in in an album. I don't think Drake has that that capability. You know, when it comes to making a full length album, you know, right. Um, so I, I I agree with Kanye washing that um, on Drake for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, especially as an album, I think some of the yeah. songs are really kind of drawn out on Donda. Like some of them are just like eight minutes long. And you're like, okay, this could be shortened down by, like, three minutes. But for the most part, I, I agree with that. I mean, same with Drake, though. Like, their songs that just shouldn't be on this album. Like, yeah, no, the, absolutely. Like, the new Lil Durk song. I don't remember yeah. the Do you remember the name of that shit? Um, I actually have, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember the name of it. But, like, I know the one you like with Lil Baby, Girls Want Girls. Nah. No. Hell no. No, no. Put Wants and Needs on the album. I'll if say you this. want Lil Baby, put Wants and Needs. I'll say this. 
the feature themselves, the baby feet, like little baby feature and the little Dirk features themselves are fire. Like I think both of them are really talented artists, but the song itself, like as a whole song, it, it's useless. Like what? Like the <laughs> right. fact that you, there's so many good features on this album, but it feels like Drake just totally wasted them. I feel like in, in a lot of cases, especially with those two. They literally did better than he did. Yeah. And it's his album. Yeah. And this isn't just some Joe Blow. It's not like it's fucking me rap. This is Drake. This is yeah. one of the best rap artists of the generation yeah. that we're talking about. Absolutely. And, and th- this is part of the downfall, man. I, I He's been sliding a little bit. Yeah. He, he's been sliding a little bit ever since Scorpion dropped. Um, the Kanye beef, though. I touched on it in the Donda review, so there's not yeah. much new I have to say about it. Mm-hmm. It's petty. Yeah. I think Drake definitely fucked Kim. Because yeah. here's the thing. We're all dudes in the room, okay? And everyone gives me everyone gives me the same look. They're like, oh, I can't believe. Dudes beef over two things in life. We beef over women. Like, no other. Yeah. We beef over fucking women. Yeah. And we beef over money. Whether it's unpaid. Yeah. I gave you something. You didn't return the favor. You didn't say thank you. You fucking blew it on some shit. <laughs> yeah. Said you had to get something for your grandma. We beef over money and girls. Money and women, man. These guys have money. They don't got to beef over money. So it's got to be women. It's got to be women. Drake's yeah. not married. Kanye's no. not fucking some of Drake's chicks. Yeah. Drake is known to have hung... <laughs> I can't believe I'm redoing this. Drake has been known to hang out at the Kardashians' house. On <laughs> uh, 4 p.m. in Calabasas, I see Chris Jenner beep twice and I wave. You know, I, we got Kylie's, we got Kendall's. Like, he's talking about, he was seen making out with Kylie on, like, her 16th birthday, and he was, like, 30, which, is, again, weird. Um, this, is, this is so <laughs> sloppy, man. Like, just to think about this, you know, like. <laughs> Drake's a sloppy dude, and that's part yeah. of the album, too. Yeah. Like, it's kind of gross even talking about it, but Drake's kind of a slime ball, man. No, he, he it, really it is. I mean, let's. Let's be totally honest here, man. He's he's been a slime ball for a while now. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, because when he first came on, like, I feel like his his kind of brand was like the like nice kid, the shy kid who's got a bit of an edge, you know, like like he listened to like his older stuff and like he's much more like sincere, you know, and like he's still like he's still a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then over time, he's just kind of like. Still kind of does that, but I, but it's like, dog, you're like 30 now. You can't do that anymore, you he's, know? And he's, he's in his mid-30s. Yeah, yeah, and it's just With like... a kid. Yeah. You have a fucking child now. Like, and he, the content hasn't matured at all. Nah. As far as the Kanye beef, I mean, did it help out both the albums? Personally, I don't think either one of them needed extra promo. Um, I, I hated how they sat there and played cat and mouse with each other for two fucking months. Yeah. And we had to wait till fucking September to get the music. But yeah. I like the fall. It's my favorite season. That's fine. Kanye and Drake both drop in the same week. We haven't got new albums from them in two or three years. No, yeah. So t- the fact they both dropped in the matter of four or five days. A, a big, plenty of new music's out. A big part of this beef bothers me too because it feels so fabricated. Like a big part of it feels really fake to me. Like there's really no, you, like you said, men, men beef over two things, money and women. And, like, they both can get whatever women they want at right. this point, like, realistically, you know. Um, and it's so it's like, what is the real issue here? And it's like, I, I was thinking about it, too, you know, especially for somebody like Kanye. Like, Drake is attached to beefs all the time. Like, he's got Meek Mill beefs. He's got, yeah. he had the Cuddy beef, Push Cuddy. Pusha beef. Yep. He had, now he's got this Kanye. Kanye beef. Drake knows a beef is drama and that drama is going to build talk. Like, drama is going to be a conversation. And it's going to keep his name relevant. So he's always looking for that kind of new beef to tackle. And really, he's just been leveling up each beef, if you think about it. You know, you right. get, you get starts out Meek Mill. Meek wasn't really, like, he was big for a moment, but he was, at that time, that was kind of Meek's his, not that great. I yeah, mean, that, that was his peak. That he's was, not. That he was, fucking yells about his chains and his Yeah, yeah that was Meek's peak. And so he kind of, 
Okay, he moves on to Cuddy, who was big at that time. Right. You know, right around then. And then they have their issue or whatever, which we'll talk about soon. And then he moves <laughs> That's on. That's stupid, yeah, too. Yeah, like. yeah. And then he moves on to, well, Pusha, I guess, main, Pusha really attacked him. But Drake saw, like, okay, here's an opportunity yeah. I got to address. And then so now we're at Kanye, who's arguably one of the biggest artists right now. You know, number one for a lot of people. Um, and so it's like. Why legendary. Just, yeah, legendary. Why His don't we idol. Just, exactly. Why yeah. don't we just... But you know it stings a little more when oh, it's yeah. someone you actually love oh, and respect. Oh, yeah. That, would, that yeah. would hurt so much. Like, that would be such a painful <laughs> feeling. And that's... I can understand... <laughs> your idol just fucking yeah. can't stand you. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like... And for Kanye, Kanye's never really been a beef artist. He's always been a controversial artist. Right. But not necessarily he's going back and forth all the time. He'll, he'll send snubs every now and then, but he's not like trying to go all out, you people know. People in hip-hop love Kanye West. Yeah, Very yeah. few hip-hop people don't like Kanye. No, yeah, absolutely. And that's and that's the thing. So this situation for me is like, Kanye right now doesn't really seem all that invested into it. He's obviously taking his, like, moments to kind of say a little shit here and there, but that's just fuel, you know, for music. I've for, been fucked with by nerd-ass jock. Yeah, yeah, my yeah entire exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, for Drake, Drake's, like, so, like, attached to this for some reason. And for me, it's, it's his idol, man. Yeah, and for me, but it, also for me, it's got to be like Drake recognizes the uh, the what he can get out of the beef, not necessarily the beef itself, but he's like, oh, I can get some easy marketing, I can get some easy relevancy with this. You know, that's how I look at it. Yeah. So, people would say the same about Kanye, though. People would say the same about the Twitter rants, about the fucking yeah, whatnot. And, and here's the thing: I, I mentioned it on the Donda review. Kanye never puts it in the music. He did on the OK OK song. He had a few bars about oh, Drake, yeah. but Drake. The whole sicko mode verse. Fucking, I, I just, yeah. I mean, it's like every fucking verse is about Kanye. It's like. He's obsessed, man. Oh, my God. Kanye's obsessed with Drake. Drake's also obsessed with Kanye. And this beef is a little tired at this point. If this was 2018, yeah. I'd be a lot more interested. I'm interested because it's two of my favorite artists. And this just was a part of what was, you know, rolling out Absolutely, in the albums. Yeah. Like, these two were definitely just waiting on each other to drop. And then once Drake announced the <laughs> release date, Kanye, an hour later, is like, all right, September 3. <laughs> September 3, it's on. And then two days later, he drops down to at like 4 a.m. on Sunday. But, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I, it's tired. I don't think anyone else really cares at this point. And if you're yeah. not going to put out diss tracks, if there's not going to be an actual back and forth like there was with Pusha so, and Drake, I don't care. Dude, yeah, it's... it's Kanye's like, way richer, more respected. Like I said in the Donda review, one guy says he has more hits than the Beatles, which is not true. And one guy has worked with the Beatles. <laughs> There's no fucking, there's no common ground yeah, here. Yeah. There's no common ground. So, you know, Ye's working with Paul McCartney, dude. Like, if I'm Ye, I don't care about Drake. No, Drake's yeah. never working with Paul McCartney on no, anything. No, that's, that's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. No, I do. I agree. That is, it, it, it needs to be retired. It really does. Like, it's just, it's like. <laughs> I'm over it. Like, we know neither one of them are ever going to come to, like, a, a solid conclusion. So why not just, I would just, if I was Kanye, I would just let it die. I would just let this dude, dude, he's got to. Do what he's got to do and then just move on. Keep making my music. You know what I mean? Right. But we'll see how that plays out. And Drake even said on the Rap Radar interview a couple years ago that, you know, he and the most influential and his favorite artist ever is still Kanye West. And he said that, you know, but if he turns up on me, I'm going to turn up on him. So, I mean, there, I think there's still respect there. And that's why this thing is yeah. still kind of dragged out. There's still some respect between these two, but... I, I don't I don't get it, man. It, it's two grown-ass men. One's 45, one's 34, going to be 35. 35. And it's yeah. just like, you, dude, you're in your mid-40s. Like, why are you yeah. beefing? It must be tough also for Ye to beef with someone who he knows looked up to him and loved him. Yeah, that would that's be... That's a weird feeling. Yeah, that's... It's a very... It, altogether, it's a weird dynamic because, like, these are... These are two guys who have, like, who have had strong ties together in the past, you know, and, like, they, you know, like, both at one point in their careers were on the very top, you know, or still are. And so it's, like, 
any anybody beefing at the top really isn't a good thing because there's so much power involved. So you don't know what somebody like that who start who once they snap like what's gonna happen. You know, I mean I don't I don't uh, I can promise you nothing's gonna. Happen. No, yeah, I was gonna say between these two guys, <laughs> but I just mean in general like it's just ridiculous, man. I I, yeah. I wish we could move past that because I'm tired of this 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 half baked beef that's never gonna amount to anything. Right. Well, let's move past it, man. Let's talk about the Cuddy beef. Let's get into mm. another thing that we brought up. Yeah. So he had Kid Cuddy on the album, on the song I Miss You Too. Yeah. Um, Drake tried to sound like Cuddy the whole time. It felt like a Man on the Moon left out that Drake yeah. was like, hey, what's a song you didn't put on Man on the Moon 3? Let me just do it and use it yeah. for Certified. Uh, what do you think about it? I'm surprised these two got together in another fucking move by Drake just trying to spite Kanye West. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean... He didn't actually want to work with Cuddy. He doesn't no. give a fuck. No, yeah, and I mean yeah. Drake. Yeah, I noticed on this album with um, with a lot of a lot of the features, it felt like he got these guys on his songs just so he could have an excuse to take their style. Like like Dirk, he tried to sound like Dirk. Oh my um, god. He had he had the weekend ripoff on there. Uh, what was that called? Like I don't remember what that was called. <laughs> but there was that the the weekend ripoff where he sounded like a discount weekend. Uh, that's yeah. probably the same with the Cuddy thing. Like he got Cuddy on there. Um, <laughs> a 99 cent store weekend. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like <laughs> yeah, weekend. that's what it sounded like to me. You know, um, <laughs> he got Cuddy on there. Uh, that beef was also really ridiculous. Like it, it started so long ago and it hasn't really had any weight to it in a while. So I felt like Drake recognized, oh, this is an easy opportunity. I can just squash this beef. Cuddy had beef with Ye in the past, so right. there's probably going to be like he's probably. Drake knows if he approaches it the right way, he'll know how to how to tell Cuddy what he wants to hear. Pin him you know against him. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Forty Eight Laws of Power thing. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and he knows he knows he knows what he wants wants to hear, so he approaches him with that, and then he gets an easy gets the Cuddy fan base to tap in because obviously I think I think there's a bit of a disconnect with those two those audiences. Cuddy, oh, absolutely. Cuddy doesn't make music for Drake fans, you know, and and vice versa. So. Um, I don't think women love Cuddy like that. No, yeah, I don't. I don't in I a would, weird way. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. I think statement. I think a lot of us, us as in me, emotional dudes like Cuddy. Yeah, and yeah. Man on the Moon one is classic. Um, oh yeah, you, you could argue too. I'm not a I huge love, fan. I of love two, too. That's actually I like that one probably the most. Yeah. out of the trilogy. People love that one, and so you could argue that you know he has that core fan. But I don't know, man. I'm not saying Cuddy doesn't get bitches or nothing, but I just don't. I don't it's, find I don't find a lot of women being like, "Hey, throw on that Man on the Moon one." Yeah, you know throw, what I mean? yeah. Where's, where's that kid Cuddy at? <laughs> throw on that soundtrack yeah. to my life. You know what I mean? Like they're not saying that shit. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I've definitely met some homies that that fuck with Cuddy that are um, also women. But I think, um, yeah, I just feel like this this beef like or this feature was just it wasn't really that good. Like it felt like there was nothing that they really did together. Like they don't complement each other as artists at all. That's I what I realized. Like, yeah. first of all, it seemed out of left field. It was just despite yay. Yeah. Second of all, like I said, it felt like a, a, a half baked idea, yeah. I guess, for Man yeah. on the Moon three. Absolutely. Cuddy had this laying around. Drake hit him up, and he was like, "Hey, my vocals are already done. Do what you got to do." And I can't remember one thing Drake said because he sounded like Cuddy the whole time. Yeah. He's trying to like imitate him. Yeah. This reminds me of that game album, Jesus Peace. Do you remember that oh, album? Oh, I think when, so. When like he's trying to sound like Kanye on the Jesus Peace hook, and then he's trying to sound like fucking. Uh, oh, Chris Brown when he's rapping on Celebration, like he was trying to sound like he tried to sound like Ross on Ali Boumaye, like he's trying to sound that's, like all of his. That's features. what bothers me too, because I love Game and it's right. like he has his own sound. You know, why does he need to try and be these other artists? Right. You know, and so that he's better, man. Yeah, that is. Yeah, literally. I mean, not Kanye, but well, yeah, yeah. but I, I think, prefer him over Rick Ross personally. That's fair. Yeah. I, I love Game. I think Game makes way better albums than Ross. <laughs> that's for that's for damn sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. This 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 whole like. Cutty beef. I'm glad it's over. I mean, I don't. Right. I mean, I'm. I'm ha- I prefer to see more unity than than separation. Um, so 
I mean, I don't. It, it's not like this beef was really anything lately. It's like, been five years since we even heard anything about it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it. Congrats, you guys were men enough, like man enough to get past it. Yeah, that, that but, is cool. But I, other than in terms of the actual beef, I don't give a shit. And I don't, and in terms of the song, a disappointment. So right. That's, yeah, that's exactly. Where I can leave it at. It, it, it was literally like they came. It's like that. Um. Oh, what's that one Drake and Kanye song? That's actually not bad. It's on More Life. Oh. Um, I forget the name of it. I don't know. But not that great. And it's like, okay, you guys have been beefing this whole time. And Oh, Glow. 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 Okay. I don't it was I cool, but it wasn't no fucking, you know what I mean? It wasn't no Find Your Love. Yeah, it wasn't like the yeah. last Drake and Kanye. It wasn't forever, you no, know? Yeah. So. yeah. Um, as far as the Cuddy thing, just to recap the beef a little bit, this is all 2016. So I, I don't think there was any sort of back and forth or anything between these guys ever. Like you said, two different... Like, yeah. worlds as far yeah. as music no, goes. No, absolutely. Um, Cuddy said on Twitter, uh, don't compare me to Drake and Kanye. They ain't fucking with me, blah, blah, blah. And then Drake said, yo, you were the man on the moon. Now you go through your phases, stay in rehab, you poor bitch. You know, like, he basically <laughs> called him, like, an emotional little bitch. And then Cuddy said, yo, when I get out, I'm going to beat your ass. And then Drake <laughs> said on More Life, uh, come to the house. I'll give you the address. Come to the front gate. I'll meet you. Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> this, is, this is literally <laughs> so... to the front Drake, gate. Drake is the guy online who will, who will start arguments with people or issues with people. They'll say, I'm going to come up, like, I'm going to beat your ass. And then Drake says, pull up. But he knows they're never going to pull up. So it's That's literally just, it. yeah, it's just like, it's <laughs> he just like, to push her. it's just, no, God, no, no, no. Fuck. But it's just like empty statements that are, you know, like, em- you know, he's just like throwing shit out there because he knows nothing's going to come of it. <laughs> just imagine like Cuddy hopping out the, the, yeah, the Uber. Skinny ass. In Hidden Hills. Go- like just walking up Cuddy, with a leather jacket. <laughs> tight ass jeans. And Drake's just waiting for him. Yeah, Drake be like wearing his <laughs> Nike tracksuit and his fucking. Oh my, with the heart in his fucking yeah. head. Um, so anyway, then, you know, that happened and then we didn't hear anything for four years and now they're friends again and yeah. it's the spy pushing Kanye. This. Yeah. Drake's fucking obsessed. Um, let's talk about the R. Kelly sample. There was a big, big thing yeah. over the R. Kelly sample. I don't even remember which song it was, so, but it wasn't an actual sample. Yeah, it was the it was the um, TSU song, which was yes. so so basically yeah. that one was like um, there was the guy talking. It was um, a producer from Houston, and he had he was talking, which um, you know in in Houston music culture, you know they do the the chopped and screwed, which is like. You know, they slow everything down and, you know, it's for like... Because they're lean. all lean and shit. Yeah, it's the yeah. lean culture, um, which I personally, like, I listen to a lot of UGK. I love them. And so you hear a lot of that, you know, like DJ Screw on that kind of shit and stuff like that. And Pimp C, you know, obviously had a drug problem. Um, but for this, it was kind of it was kind of lame. And basically when he was talking in that intro on TSU, R. Kelly was playing in the background. It was like, the, like an instrumental or some right. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so in order for them to clear that specific sample of the guy talking they had to also credit r kelly who was in the background of that sample so it was like a sample within a sample essentially um so it was really ridiculous um and i and i feel like they could have easily picked some other sample of uh whoever was talking i just feel like i feel like you know they could have avoided that controversy entirely um, but part of the rollout, yeah, part of the rollout, and and Drake, this whole this Drake's whole, kind of a weirdo, so uh, you know, this whole rollout for Drake was like, how how toxic can I be? Like, how much can I piss people off with this whole? Rollout? Even in the fucking album description on Apple Music, it says this is a combination of toxic masculinity and 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 whatever the fuck else Forty said. Uh, you know, I'm yeah, just like, dude, yeah, Forty is kind of a cornball, <laughs> <laughs> a cornball. <laughs> um, 
Another thing about this R. Kelly sample that's interesting is that the song TSU is about Drake throwing money on college bitches stripping in Houston. Yeah. Drake's doing a lot of weird... I don't want to go that far with them. A lot of weird predatory shit yeah. on the no, album. I agree. I agree. And he's given Certified it- lover boy. Mentioning Millie Bobby Brown's birthday, February 19th or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? I- I'm just waiting yeah. on February 19th. Like, that's fucking weird. And then the R. Kelly sample on the college song. And, and yeah, the song In Too Deep. Uh, she says she a lesbian. Oh Me my too. God. I, like, hate that. <laughs> I hate that line. That's his so favorite much. song. He loves Dude, I, when I heard that line, when I heard that line the first time, no. I was in the car with Rocky, and I was like, okay. I didn't realize it was the chorus at first, and I was like, dude, I heard him say that, you know, and I was like, oh my god, I, I was like, he better not say that fucking line again. I so verbally like said that out loud, I was like, he better not say that fucking line again, that's, re- that's stupid. <laughs> Obviously, it's the chorus, so it comes right. back, and I just was like, oh, and Rocky just is like, skips the song immediately, just right after he said Smart that, move. I was just like, oh, what is wrong with you, man? Like, that is the most corny line ever. You know what I mean? Like, that is just, like... But regardless... She says she... Ele- well, what does Rocky think about the album? And shout out to him. Um, yeah, Rocky... I figured he'd hate it. Yeah, I don't I don't think he really... Like, I haven't gotten his full thoughts on it, but he loved Donda way more. I'll say that much. He's a, he's definitely... Um, you know, I mean, he's more of a... Drake. you guys like and make music. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> exactly. And Donda is just better music. <laughs> Absolutely. Um... <laughs> Like, he's always been a, like, he's always had a soft spot for Drake, you know, so obviously, like, he's, there's stuff he's gonna take away that he likes from it, but overall, he didn't really, he didn't really fuck with it like that, so. He said the realest thing ever about Marvin's room on the podcast we did. He said, if, if, if you're a guy claiming you didn't cry at least once in your room by yourself with the lights <laughs> off to Marvin's room, you're lying. No, that's, Which that's, is true. That's Every, good, I, yeah. I've done that. I've done that more than once. Uh, have you ever done that? No, with the lights off. <laughs> yeah, the Put lights the lights on, on though. <laughs> <laughs> you have the lights on. <laughs> um, the Jay Z song, okay, pretty good. Uh, one feature I didn't expect to have. Um, he said the goat was on Certified Lover Boy. He's claimed that Nicki's the goat female rapper. Mm. I didn't know if he was gonna have Nicki on there. Obviously, Wayne's on there. Um, yeah, I thought he. I thought he was partial to Wayne being the goat. I always thought he thought yeah, Wayne was the goat. Right. So that's why I was. So I, I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> like a, a new a new Jay verse is always a pleasant surprise. Right. I want to address this. Drake and Jay actually work a lot together too. Like they're like one of those like those kind of like hit, like duos that you're kind of like you're you're kind of in for a treat when you get them to. Except for on Scorpion, the Jay verse on Scorpion. Yeah, talk up was yeah, not that, was, that, that whole was, song. You could that song was slammed up in yeah, the recycling bin. Awful. Fucking alley up to LeBron in the recycling yeah. bin. Um, but other but like I feel like you go back and a lot of Drake and Jay songs are actually pretty solid ones. You know, light up, pound cake. Yeah. I'm sure I'm missing some somewhere. No, yeah, I think there's a few more, and I just um, feel like that's like one of those du- combinations that you're that people kind of forget about, you know, that are that are solid. Um, with this J, with this J verse, um, J has been doing really well. Like I feel like he's really sharpened his pen um, these past few years. Like all of his features have been really killer. Um, I think with this one, um, he still did a fantastic job. Um, I think he definitely could have. Drake kind of felt. I felt like Drake was kind of um, phoning it in a little bit. Um, and People Jay, have been saying that. Yeah, yeah, and I feel I like... I think it was just his tone. That he he sounded it. very bored. Yeah, He just yeah. sounded like, never had a lot, this is all I need. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> he's I like actually, he's just sitting there. I liked that chorus. <laughs> I did too. I liked that chorus, actually. That's my favorite song. Really good. Well, I, I think it's a definitely a good song. Um, and Jay was obviously dropping a lot of gems, a lot of life advice. Oh, my God. Advice. Um, did he have the best verse on this entire album? Because I think so. I really, really liked that Ross verse. That Ross okay. verse. That Ross verse was. I did too, actually. 
Yeah. I think he had like, the best verse on that Crippin song. Never in my blue chucks. <laughs> he's got a, what does he say? Uh, oh, fuck, he has this other hard-ass line, too. When is he going to rap about Wingstop? That's how he's made like a hundred mil. Like I'd be, I'd be flexing my Wingstop shares. That's facts. No, Ross is still rapping know. about gangbanging. He's still rapping about selling yeah. cocaine. So I don't. W- once, <laughs> once he, once he's really like, I mean, Ross is old as fuck now. But right. once he's like in his fifties, then he can start rapping about that shit. Because then he, you know, it's like Ross, you're fifty. You can't gangbang anymore, bro. Right. <laughs> it's know? like Jay. Like you hear Jay Z. I think he's literally fifty-one, but he sounds like he's forty on this verse. And, yeah. But he's talking about stuff like he's talking about. This is maybe his like. Third verse of the year. He had the song with Nipsey that was fucking great, and then he yeah. had the song on uh, Khaled's album, him and Nas, mm, and like James yeah. Fallon Roy or something. Yeah, like that, that song, and that song wasn't that great. No. But this is like his third verse of the year. So if he gives us two or three verses a year, he has time to put in his effort and actually come up with some material yeah. and not just talk about you know Basquiat on the wall, fucking Beyonce yeah, above them all. Yeah. It's like I don't want to hear that. No, no, I've, no <laughs> we got I, a whole album of that like <laughs> ten years ago. I don't need to hear that <laughs> shit. Um, the way too sexy video, man. That video was just fucking dumb. How about that song? I did not like that. What's sad is that's probably going to be the biggest song. It is. It is the biggest song. On TikTok, you can't escape yeah. it. There's dudes and, fucking and doing the memes. And what's sad is it's it's not a good song. The sample is, is really dumb. Like, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. Like, I'm pretty sure that would... The sample for the song <laughs> is really stupid. Yeah. The song itself, like, as a song, like, it's just not good. Like, it doesn't sound good. Um, like, in the the lyrics are just... What do you, like? What is this? You know, like um, obviously, future makes it sound good because how how can you know it's future? Like he's gonna make a chorus sound good, um, but I just like way too sexy. Are we really like? Are we really? Is that really gonna be our anthem this year, guys? That, that's gonna be the number one hit off this album, and that's and that's what bothers me is I'm just like same here. I'm just like this song is it's not good, but regardless, if people enjoy it, you know, power more power to you, like you know. But I just, I really wish there was other songs that are genuinely better that would make that, you know, that number one. Um, I'm trying to look up the lyrics. It's, yeah, the lyrics are, I mean, Future, I, I mean, Future, like, he's he's talented. Like, he's always going to do good hooks. Like, that's right. kind of what he does. Um, Thug, his verse on there was really, really lackluster. It felt like he kind of was just like, I'm going to just, I got like a quick, like, 12 12 bar segment here. I've never understood the hype. I never understood how people are like, oh, he's the most influential artist of all time. Dude, Young Thug is fucking horrendous. Can we just be honest about Young Like, dude, he's never been good. Because yeah. he sounds different on every song he's good? No, he sounds like shit. I've every heard... fucking verse he has, he's the worst feature. Pick up the phone. I, I do like Pick Up the Phone. I do like that Scott with, that song with Travis. Um, thug, I'm not a thug. I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I'm a thug fan because I'm not. But... <laughs> But I, I mean, like, I found like there have been moments I've enjoyed Thug, but I, I don't, I've never gone out of my way to listen to a Thug album, you know. And that's yeah, no, that's for not me, happening. yeah, like I just, yeah, I no, I agree. Thug, Thug was boring on there. The music video was f- absurd, like that. Like obviously the music video looks good visually, right? But the the actual video, like the what it doesn't make, it's ridiculous. Like Drake walking around like in a fat suit. He's like at the gym, like. Drake gets mad at people for not wanting to take him seriously, and then he does this video. So it's Thank like, you. dog, what? Like, what is like? Obviously, you're you've got some sort of disconnect. Like, like I, I'm getting to a point where I'm thinking Drake is like, literally insane because he's just like, why is why is Pusha T like coming after me? You know, when Drake talks about like 2018 on Scorpion, he had a lot of those drills type songs, and he's sitting there and he's talking about like. 
gangbang. Oh, the whole like, motherfucking album yeah. is about Pusha T and Kanye. Yeah, and but the he's like sitting there. Drake's sitting there like he had one song on there like where he's sitting there talking about like literally being from the streets and shit like I'm that. I'm upset. Yeah, yeah, literally. He's like, yeah. I'm from the streets. And then he gets upset with people when they're like, no, you're not. You're a fucking cornball. And he's like, <laughs> and then he and then he gets upset about that. And then he makes this way too sexy video. So it's like, what is, like, obviously you're not getting something, you know? This reminds me of the Life is Good video, except that video was actually creative. Like, mm. it was him and Future doing odd man jobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they were picking up trash. They were being chefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That's something that artists don't do a lot. No, yeah. It, it, it's it's a flex on the poor people saying, hey, we're so rich. Let's just act poor. Uh, you know, it, yeah. it's... Yeah, I mean, it's more rich, fun, you know, you like, know? If it yeah. look, you know... They're at, like, McDonald's, you know, it looks right, like, yeah, you know, some fast burgers. food, you know. Yeah. Like, it's funny, too, like, it's, <laughs> but this one is just, like, ridiculous. Dude, like, he's bad. in the gym, he's got, like, it's like With a... The Nike headband, just yeah, lifting weights. It it's looks like, like an 80s, like, he's trying to do, like, an 80s throwback kind of thing, but it's just not done properly at all, you know? Like, it's just, like I said, ridiculous. That's, that's what I'm leaving that at. <laughs> this <laughs> is Drake's verse. Okay, all right, that's fine, Okay. First verse. <laughs> That's first line. I'm feeling too sexy to accept requests. I'm not sure what requests. I'm way too sexy to go unprotected. At least he's being responsible. Yeah. Um, and she popped a Tesla. Now she's going electric. I assume it's a pill. Um, okay. All right. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> think we got too sexy for that Metro housing. Uh, maybe that's like Section 8. Maybe it's like I, Poor House. Yeah. Uh, diamond popped out, almost swallowed 60,000. Oh, I think, is he talking about that little diamond <laughs> on his tooth? Yeah, that's tooth diamond he had? So fucking stupid. Uh, section need more tings in here. I like it crowded. Yeah, I like it crowded. So oh, you like about... the boy? Tell me what you like about him. <laughs> so he's talking Dude, about being talking in the club. Himself. He's yeah, talking yeah. about being in the club and he needs more talking bitches in the bitches. club. Which, by the way, if I was that famous and then there was a bunch of, uh, I'd be like, well, what do you like about Blake Mayfield? Yeah. What's your favorite quality? Yeah. Like, you know, like, whatever. Right. Fine. You know, this is a club song. I'm not going to sit here and act like he's trying to write Tupac poetry. This is a club yeah. anthem, a car anthem. This is like, well, you know, when you're dicking a chick down. Yeah. That's what this is for. I get that. I just hate that. It's just bad. It's just not good. I just don't like the sample. And I by agree. the way, here's the biggest problem. Future, this is a future song. This is a future song featuring Drake and Young Thug. It's not yeah, a Drake that's song what it, featuring. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Why, like, that's why this Future, is a future sounds song. so good on it. But it's like. I don't know the, the the Drake and Future relationship. I'm hoping will will come. I don't know. I just I just wish that those two would do more together um, because I think they complement each other pretty well. Very. But like this is what they give us. Way too sexy is what we get from Drake but, and Future. I mean, look for the record. We've gotten a lot of gems from Drake and Future. I mean, they've dropped yeah. some absolute bangers I over mean, the last six. What seven a time years. to be alive I mean, was actually a really solid mixtape. It, like, it was looking back, like for yeah. the time they're both at their peak. That's after if you're reading this in the Meek Beef and yeah. DS2. Like that was a moment in time. I remember Absolutely. the day it dropped. I remember I was at like Disneyland or something with my family, <laughs> and I remember just listening to that the whole week. Yeah, walking around just listening to that at nighttime was you know it was a good mixtape. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just this isn't the one. This is the worst collab they've done. I agree 100. Um, percent I think and, yeah, yeah. I, we, we touched on the video and stuff enough, but we we can get off the way too sexy thing. Let's talk about the album cover now. The album cover for Certified Lover Boy, uh, which I'm sure everyone knows at this point, is yeah. uh, 12 pregnant women as emojis uh, holding their bellies on the album cover. What did you think when you saw it? What are your thoughts now? At first, I thought it was. At first, I thought it was fake. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I did too. I, I genuinely did. And then um, I thought maybe it was a placeholder, and he was gonna actually put the real album cover and then he 
and then I realized that that was legitimately the album cover, and uh, I kind of had to take a second to gather my thoughts. Like, what? Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, this is ge- you're genuinely making this your album cover, right? Um, and so for that, like, the the problem I have is like an album cover is like that's people's first introduction to your album. Like, that is the first thing they see when they go to click on your album and listen to it. And that's really the first impression you want to give them is this this emoji fucking mess. Like, <laughs> it looks ridiculous. And and it's just like, yeah. like I could see some, some artist in their, like, teens or their early 20s making this their album cover. But, right. like, like, we've been talking about Drake's age. Like, this whole album as a whole, like, the album cover is another thing, like, this is like You're a thirty-four. This is like an album cover like a kid would make. You right. know what I mean? And it's like, obviously, this is like a little pump. I see yeah, a little this, pump doing this. Yeah, this is or some, NBA young boy or someone some, that's yeah. like twenty. Yeah, yeah, some shit like this. Drake, and, he, and not only that, but he's kind of copying what the game did for his album cover. Thank it, you. Yeah, for his last album cover, yeah, we had all the actual actual pregnant, pregnant women <laughs> in there. I mean, at least that isn't at least like at least that wasn't as lazy. Like, right? This at least is just he took lazy. the time to get. Pre- yeah. And only pregnant women. Yeah, and yeah. The, you know, and they're in a music studio. Like, I get that. And games know? just writing on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, oh my it's God. stupid, but it's better it, than twelve yeah, emojis. Yes, yeah, that's it's literally lazy, and we gotta recognize that this laziness on the album cover alone reflects the laziness on the album. Yep. Like, like there's so much. We knew what we were getting when yeah. Elliot Wilson's like, yeah, no, that's the cover. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh God. <laughs> like, yeah. I know what's gonna happen next. And so like. You gotta. That's what I'm saying. Like that's people's first impression. So like you're half half assing this album cover. You're half assing this album. You know what I mean? Like when if I'm an artist and I'm gonna make an album, I want my album cover to be dope. Like I want it to reflect what the music's gonna be. If I just make twelve emojis on a white background and call it good, whose like, idea? That would be like Forty's idea. Imagine Forty and Drake sitting there like, Yo, bro. <laughs> Let's use the pregnant emoji. But let's use an Asian woman, a black woman, a white woman. Right. You gotta you gotta check woman. all the boxes. Right, yeah. You can't be offensive. Yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta use all yeah. of them. But let's just use like pregnant emojis. You, and Drake's like, yeah. Do you have do you do you do you have Apple Music? I do. So have you seen the album cover? They move and stuff like that? No. They move? You see their eyes? Oh my god. They blink and all that. Are they moving on there? I know the one oh. lady. Well, well, Why is she squinting? Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. Look, I, you meant you said it. I, I just kind of wanted to touch on it. should be moving now. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. I first saw that, and I was like, what the fuck? Certified am I? lover boy. Um, The album cover represents the album. Yeah. Half-ass, his worst cover. To me, this is the worst fucking album. And we're, and yeah. I mean, look, I... I I feel like I sound like such a hater. Uh, I feel like people think I'm playing some kind of character. Yeah. I love Drake. Okay, this no, song on this album I fucking love. I'm going to listen to Love All for the next six mm. months. Uh, Fair Trade's awesome. And we'll get into those songs in a little bit. But this is by far his worst. I don't care if you want to call it a fucking album, a mixtape, a goddamn yeah. playlist. I really, It's his worst. Yeah. I really didn't want to come in here and like just bash on it. Like I really wanted to weed through it and find things like good qualities. Like I hate just crap like shitting all over something because that's like there's always merit to something right but like realistically this is probably his worst album like, i'm only comparing him to him i'm not comparing yeah, him to yeah, donda i'm not comparing yeah, him yeah. to fucking cole i'm not comparing him to kendrick i'm comparing drake to drake yeah he's proved to himself like he's proved to us as an audience that he's capable of making better works of art but obviously we're past that stage at this point it, right you know it seems he's proved like, it yeah, yeah he's he, proved he proved it. it over he proved it five years ago yeah um 
Yeah, the album cover is absolutely atrocious. That's all I got on that. Let's talk about where Certified Loverboy ranks in Drake albums. So here's the thing. This is Drake's sixth studio album. If you feel like that's a little low, I'm going to give you some context. His albums, quote-unquote, are Thank Me Later, Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, Views, Scorpion, and now Certified Loverboy. Those are his studio albums, quote-unquote. Yeah. He has three or four other projects. Those albums, or sorry, those projects would be, if you're reading this, it's too late, More Life, and Dark Lane demo tape. So overall, he has nine projects. If you yeah. want to throw in future, that's ten. I'm doing just solo Drake. We've yeah. got to talk about what time yeah. to be alive. That doesn't really count. Um, where does this rank in his six albums, in your opinion? For me, absolutely the lower half. Probably the last one. I mean, I like I said, um, nothing was the same. Is probably my favorite Drake album. Like that's that feels more like a rap album, more hip hop. Um, even his first album still holds up pretty decently well. Like Thank Me Later. Yeah, like that still there's, holds there's up. There's a couple tracks. Yeah, there's some sure. tracks on there. I feel like that have a lot more merit to them. Um, views is you know, Take Care obviously is a classic to a lot of people. Um, so like we gotta. You know, we got views. A lot of people have, like, there's a cult following to views, I feel like. Um, and then Scorpion, I don't know. Scorpion is ab- absurdly long, and there's only three features, so it's a lot, or four features, whatever it was. And there's a lot, it's just a lot of Drake. Like, that is, <laughs> any, any, it is. Yeah, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. And so um, I would argue this is probably Scorpion and this one are probably my two least favorite out of the Drake catalog. So, I mean, I'm not going to put, like, I don't have a specific ranking, but I would say the very, very bottom low half. You know what I mean? Okay. I have a ranking. Okay. And mine might surprise some people, but I I can give context. Number one is Take Care. It's always going to be Take Care. He's never going to make an album better than that. Um, And that was his magnum opus, if you will. Yeah. That's his, um, what's that one painting? That fucking... Mm. uh, It it don't matter, man. It don't matter. Uh, (laughs) That's Drake's best album. Number two, I have Scorpion. Really? Yeah, I do. Because mm, okay. I'm not a fan of Drake albums. Fair and enough. here's why. I think he tries too hard. He, I think he gets in his own fucking head in the studio. Yeah. On his mixtapes, I feel like if you're reading this, is number two in his best overall projects, which we can get into yeah. in a sec. I feel like More Life is three or four in his best projects. I feel like he doesn't try as hard. I feel like yeah. in the studio, he sits there and he's like, oh, I don't like that bar. I don't like that beat. Hey, 40, pull up that. Hey, let's take our time. I feel yeah. like this extra year that he put on this album, he just started overthinking things. Heard it really And, and was like, hey, oh, we don't have a number one hit. Let, let's get Future and Thug yeah. and, and do Way Too Sexy and make a meme video. He starts overthinking instead of just being Drake. Yeah. Um, and Scorpion, I mean, look, man, it was long. I mean, it was, and it was yeah. dry at certain parts, especially the yeah. R&B side. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, but there are some absolute bangers. Mob Ties is great. Can't Take a Joke is great. Um, God's Plan is still his biggest hit. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of that personally. Um, nonstop, banger. Yeah. Um, the Michael Jackson song I really enjoy. I like um, uh, Sandra's Rose. He's mm-hmm. talking about his mom and how yeah. you know, he, he's the one, you know, I, they, they picked me, but they're trying to pick me off. You know, he had some good bars on that song. Yeah. Um, except the one about Charlemagne. And, and, how, <laughs> and he's, what did he say? I got backstabbed so many times. I Now I walk backwards. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, every... Drake Drake is one of those artists, like, you know, like, he's going to have some <laughs> solid bars. He's always going to have a few bars in there that you're just like, oh, my God. This, yeah. Like, it's a Drake bar. Like, yeah. You know, Kanye. You say you like the boy. Tell me what you like about him. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's like, dude. <laughs> uh, but overall, Scorpion, I actually think it's super solid. And the reason it's number two for me, I find myself going back to that album more than any of the mm. other albums. Number three is nothing was the same. Um, I still, to this day, don't understand half that album. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I, so, okay, 
George's making faces and others have cameras. Tuscan Leather, his best intro he's ever done. Tuscan, yeah, Leather, Tuscan Leather, I reach heights to why Howard can't reach. And, Tuscan Leather is phenomenal. Let's the see beat, who's still around a decade from now. The beat for that song is crazy. Yeah, and it switches up three times. Yeah. Um, Dude, Tuscan Leather's great. For this thing, great. Started lazy as shit looking yeah, back. Yeah, started from the bottom is like... When I was 13, it was great. When yeah. I was 14, it was fucking that was, awesome. That was a moment, you know? Um, isn't Yeah, that was a moment for sure. Like, obviously, were, I don't like, really like the song. They were stocking a Kroger store. It's a meme song. Yeah, it really, yeah. They're stuck in a grocery store, and he's and he's brushing his beard, singing fucking. Damn, I guess that started, started from the bottom. From the bottom, now we're here. Like, no man. Um, the next three or four songs I could fucking do with it. Own it. No, get it out of here. Worst behavior, fucking atrocious. One of his worst songs he's ever put out. I actually think "Way Too Sexy" is the worst Drake song I've ever heard. Worst behavior might be number two. Really? Yeah, I hate worst behavior. Even his verse, he's copying fucking Mace. That's true. Who's hot, who not? Tell me who rock, who sell on the dude, store. a lot of people copy Mace, and it's pathetic because they don't give him any credit. <laughs> like, it pisses right, me off. Like, yeah. I will be listening to music. Like, even even Pusha T copied Mace on one of his songs. Literally just sounded dude, like he oh copied my God. and pasted it. I was like... <laughs> With Kelly Rowland, right? Yeah, Let yeah, me love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I song was, was like, not good. I was like, are you serious, Pusha? Like, Talking about Mazda and yeah, Tata. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. dude... Okay. Um, Wu-Tang Forever. I don't like that song. Um, there's just a lot of songs I just... Fair enough. But I'll tell you what. His best pop or R&B song ever is on that album. Yeah. Hold On, We're Going Home is still yeah. a absolutely fantastic I think record. There's, That's a fantastic song. For me, song. there's really high highs on, on uh, Nothing Was The Same. Absolutely. But there is also really low lows on that album. All Me, I think yeah. it's the most overrated fucking Drake song and ever. And when you, when you think about it, it. Drake, al- Drake albums feel like playlists now at this point so like when you're on shuffle you know you're gonna be you're gonna be skipping to really good songs more right. consistently you know or songs that are phenomenal and that's the same with this album yeah you know yeah. um uh, those are just off the top of my head i like come through uh him mm. and party i think party made the beat on yeah. that come through is another great r&b that's his best like r&b yeah, style like yeah. take care was great but that was more so looking it back more very of the weekend. somber yeah very and the very weekend. sad and somber yeah. Where nothing was the same, he's just doing his thing. He's singing. Yeah, uh, I, you know Drake's always gotten the bitches. So I, I assume he was having plenty of sex and, and talking to plenty of chicks. Fair and enough. and <laughs> but I mean, I think that kind of helps with stuff like that. You no, get ideas yeah. from them. Have yeah. them in the studio. You know, ha- have your girlfriend there. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of helped him. And I, like I said, hold on, we're going home. Come through. Still to this day, some of his Crazy. best singing yeah. R and B work. So that's Phenomenal. why it's number three. Four is Views. Um, look, bloated album, but. There was still some good, you know. There's still some good songs to come out of that one, right? Um, nine, I like nine. Western yeah. Road flows, yeah, one of the better songs on the album. Um, I liked Fire and Desire a lot on that one too. See, that's one I just can't. Really, people love that song. I just can't get behind it. I don't know. Never, that's never fair. really been a fan. Um, I like the song views. He was rapping his ass off. Yeah. Um, I still. Kind of like Hotline Bling. I don't listen to it anymore. But it's a guilty it pleasure cool. song, I feel like. <laughs> Come on. I feel like it's a guilty pleasure song. Like, you're just kind of like... You don't tell your boys you listen yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. In the car by yourself at yeah. night. Absolutely. <laughs> no, what, what, what I didn't like about the album was it felt like he was going for a concept album kind of thing. And then he just he tacked... Was. Yeah, and then he just tacked on a bunch of the hits. Um, to the bottom, he was just like, yeah, he was going to throw like three or four One hits. dance, yeah. Hotline Bling. It's yeah, like, it's like, we're just going to put those in the bottom there and call it right. good. And I mean, even the concept itself, I don't know if he really did all that great. He said that, oh, it starts in the winter, and then we go to spring, yeah. and then we go to summer. And summer is the one dance and, and, and control. Yeah. It's yeah. all the Jamaican yeah. fucking bops Which he tried to redo on. He tried to do one of those on this album. <sighs> yeah, we're going to get into that song. Yeah. That song is bad. Um, five is Thank Me Later. He was just really young. 
I think it was yeah. really 23, 24. He was brand new to the Hall of Fame. He's admitted Thank Me Later. He rushed it out. Um, so Far Gone came out February of 09, and Thank Me Later came out June of 2010. doesn't seem mm-hmm. like it's that big of a rush, but he said he rushed it. Um, you could tell that, again, though, some of his best R&B work. Shout out to him and yeah. Kanye on Find Your Love, but still one of his best yeah. R&B songs. Um, this is when I started really liking Drake, not really for his rapping, but for his singing. Mm. I always thought Drake was a singer first, to be honest with you, I, until like forever when all that stuff came out, and I realized, yeah. oh, he raps too. Yeah. Um, you know, because songs like Best I Ever Had, he's rapping, but it's an R&B record. It's a pop, it's a pop yeah, record. Yeah. Not R&B, but it's a pop record. You know, he's singing on the hook. So I always thought Drake was like the singer guy. Um, and, you know, he still is to an extent. But Thank Me Later, he was just young. He was finding his footing. There's some really awful songs on that album. But there's some really good songs. Yeah. Show Me a Good Time, Find Your Love, the song with Jay-Z. Mm. Um, you could throw in Fancy. Fancy, I'm indifferent on. You know, it's not yeah. horrible, but I'm not going to go to it. And, yeah, but there's some really, like, karaoke. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> the Resistance is okay. There's songs that just, oh. you could tell he was young. And number six, man, is this fucking album. I mean, dude, what in the fuck, dude? And we're going to get into it because I, I, I'm i here today. I'm, I'm here for it. I, I kind of enjoyed Donda, so I got my positive shit off. Yeah. Hater Blake is in the building, man. This, this <laughs> album is fucking horrible. You, yeah, it's... It's, he delayed it for a year to give us this pile of shit. And you got to think too, um, you know, as as an artist, like a lot of for for artists, you know, you're always looking for um, what's going to inspire you next. You're always looking for what's going to motivate you. Um, and not only that, but when you sit on music for so long, you start to get tired of it. You start to get, you know, like like you got to think like I don't want to be sitting on listening to the same song for a year straight. Right. I don't even do that with my favorite artists. So if I'm in Drake's shoes and I'm doing that, like. You know, you have all this time to kind of go through and pick out what's good and what's bad. So for me, it's like he kind of just finished this whenever and just threw it out there. You know, he he for me, Drake is um, like an action and reaction kind of artist. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, like something happens and he's got to go and talk about that. And it's got to be the main core theme of whatever his current music is. You know, it's got to reflect that moment. So like the Kanye beef made forced him to get this out there whatever he had lying around um i don't know i just felt like this album was just sloppy you know as a whole like it just felt like it was very very rushed i felt like if thank me later was rushed damn this is this got to be like he whipped it up in a few minutes you know that's what i feel like <laughs> well the, uh, my point again what's really bad is that he delayed it a year so he had all this time. We gave time. you an extra year to make it good he had all this time to go through and so he was content with it you was that you were really happy with that like are, are, are we sure about that right it's kind of what my mindset is for that it's a streaming error album which we'll get into in a bit last but not least i have a full list of his best projects mixtapes and all mm. um as far as the mixtapes are ranked i'm gonna go if you're reading this is number one more life number two dark lane demo tapes number three mm. um i don't know if you have a list it's fine if you don't no i don't uh my full list Take Care is number one. If you're reading this, is number two. I think it's a great mixtape. People love that yeah. looking back. And yeah, people it really, aged super well. Yeah, a lot of people. That's that's a classic one for a lot of people. Because I remember when that was like prime core Drake right there, I feel like. 2015. That, yeah. That, yeah. Whole, that was the best year of his career. Yeah. He had that. He had the shit with Future. He won the yeah. Meek Beef. Hotline Bling went number one. Like, that was the best year of his career probably. Yeah. Um, More Life is number three to me. I really enjoy That's, more life. Yeah, that is surprising to me because when that when I remember that was one of the first Drake pro, uh, projects I saw come out like cuz it came out the year after Views. Views got a lot of flack um, and then that one came out and it felt like this was kind of when Drake was going downhill. Like it was starting to really like so More Life got a lot of hate, I feel like. like yeah. I was seeing a lot of so 
that is a little surprising. But I mean, okay. there's probably some merit to it. I don't, I don't know. I have, I'd have to go. I haven't go, gone back and listened to it in years. I think it's his best intro song, mm. uh, "Free Smoke." And yeah. then you got uh, look. You can leave out the fucking Maras, Tings, fucking. I, I'm from the, London. The leftovers from Views, pretty much, or whatever. <laughs> you can leave out the, the gigs and the scum yeah. features. And oh shit. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, we're doing that shit. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the song Portland. I know Quavo and Travis people are on it. People love oh, that song. Dude, I don't know why. People how. like yeah. People. It's not even mastered right. If you notice, like if you play it, and I know, <laughs> you guys do music, so you know what I'm talking yeah. about. If you play like on the Beats Pill all the way up, it's not as loud as. Other songs on that album. Yeah, they probably just didn't. They probably just, the mixing probably was half at Or they probably had multiple people mix it. So I noticed, uh, even on, you know what, on Drake's, on COB, Travis's vocals are also really quiet on uh, on the song they did together. Yeah, um, Fair Trade. Yeah, Fair Trade. Yeah. If you listen closely, Travis's vocals his are. His horrible. Yeah, his vo- it, yeah I, was, I was actually really disappointed because I, it's like, these guys gave us sickle mode. Like, I thought they were going to come <laughs> right. through and give us yeah. sickle mode too. Like, you've obviously done it before. Do it again. But. Regardless, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, um, more like, I mean, I guess it's a mixtape, so they can get away with that, though, right? right. The, the bad mixing. I didn't so. mind the R&B and Jamaican songs, though, like Madiba Rhythm, Blem. I didn't mind mm. fucking uh, Can't Have Everything. He was rapping his ass off. I, just, I can't get into good that song. shit. I can't get into that shit. What, the Jamaican stuff? Yeah, like, I don't, I'm not going to shit all over it, but I just can't, like, I just couldn't get into it. And a lot of people, he got a, he's gotten a lot of People content. feel that way about yeah, him. They yeah, they do not like that he's doing that. Right. Um. They they feel like he's appropriating Jamaican culture, and so they might have a point. Yeah, they might. You know? um, and with Drake too, like you got to think like all of his music. Every he's always like tackling different styles of music. Like this album's got like, like sonically his music is never consistent because every album has like oh we're gonna do a couple Jamaican records and we're gonna do a couple like Houston hip hop records and then we're gonna do a couple like drill type records. You know we're gonna do some R and B records. Like now now I'm like. 18 tracks deep and I've got to do the intro which is just me updating everybody on what's happened since my last project <laughs> and then he's like now I gotta put I gotta the, do the outro yeah now I gotta is... do the time and place song where it's like I right. I get deep and but this is something I do want to address because on every Drake album he's always does a little intro thing you know he's got a, or a project I should say where he's like I said updating you on what happened last time and then he does the time and place so it's like fucking 3 p.m. in Reading, you know, shit like that. Like, Yo, you know, when's that dry? I didn't yeah, hear that 3 p.m. Yeah, in Reading. <laughs> 3 p.m. in Reading. Yeah, um, and it's, it's 110. like 110. Yeah, the time and place, and it's like, he's like, really like, what bothers me about this album is the subject matter has not aged with him. Like, he is, he's like, he's still mentally 20 years old or 25 rapping about. In the about, club. Yeah, in the club, but he's actually 35. And it's like, you know, you listen to 7 a.m. on Bridal Path or, yeah, you know, right. and it's like, he's like really expo- opening up and giving us what's going on inside his mind. And the reason it's a good song is because it's actual real shit that he, to talk about. Like, he's not just half-assing and he's not just talking about some bullshit. Like, it's legitimate things that you could talk about, you know. And then the same with the intro track. Like, those are really good songs, in my opinion, because he's actually motivated to write about something and to rap about something, you know. Yeah. And he's actually being honest. Everything else is just kind of like, oh, I got to make my hit records. You know, I got to make my... um," And you got to think too, like these are studio albums. So whenever you've got that studio album, you've got that label like hounding you. Like you have to check off certain boxes for them. So you have to do hits. Like with mixtapes, you can get away, you know, you can do mixtapes for free. You can sample whoever the hell you want. You know, you can make whatever production you want. Whatever features. Yeah, whatever features. Like you could literally... 
take you could literally go and get a J, probably not a Jay Z feature actually he wouldn't let that but you could get like a fucking I don't got know, Kanye of yeah life. yeah you could get a Kanye feature and there doesn't have to be any strings attached to that because it's a mixtape if you're not getting profit off of it then you can do whatever you want with the music um, but with the studio album that has to uh, the the label invests money into that so they need to see a return so there has to be certain things that you follow from the label you know what I mean so. Young Money, like, obviously Drake's the, one of the biggest artists right now, so they're probably giving him a he's lot of freedom. He's not Young Money or Cash Money anymore. Oh, he's not? I thought, I thought, I could have no. swore this, this was... Is, this is OVO under Republic Records. Oh, well. Yeah, it's his first album where he's Oh, okay, okay, so, okay, it's his first one. I was going to say... And we could tell. It's his yeah. first album where there's yeah. no direction from Lane or Birdman. <laughs> yeah, and, but, you know, for the most part, a lot of, like, albums, like, if you're signed to a major label, like, major studio, like, you have to, or a major label, you have to check those boxes, like, hit records and stuff right. like that. Like, you can't get away from that. Um, and I feel like that's what's probably hurt a lot of his albums. That's why a lot of his mixtapes are better, because he has um, the freedom, I guess, or the he can take risks, you know. Um, on an out al- like an album like this, you can't take risks, really. Yeah. I mean, um, like you said, Views was a concept album, and it's like, but Drake doesn't have to make a concept album. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to... No. Nah. And, and I don't know what the concept is for Certified Lover Boy. I, I, I feel like this whole album is literally him just telling us, yo, I'm a dad, and I get lots and he, lots of pussy. And what's crazy is he doesn't even have any dad tracks on here, really. It's just none. One lines like, you know, I can't like, leave him a dad. Yeah, basically shit like that. I yeah. can't leave the condom broke. Yeah, it's basically what he's fucking saying. Yeah, 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 man. Um, Dark Lane demo tapes number five. I, I do enjoy Dark Lane demo tapes. I feel like, unpopular opinion, that was the real album, mm. and then COVID happened. That's my personal feeling. That came out May twenty twenty. I think he was saving a lot of those tracks. And I mean, look, there's a lot of good songs on that album, or yeah. on that mixtape. Uh, Losses, yeah. I think it's about his dad. And boy, he is tearing his dad's ass up. But it's personal yeah. Drake. It's something he's never, he's never, him and his dad have always had this disconnect, but he's never put it on wax like that. Yeah, he doesn't. He's always talked about, you know, my mom gives better advice. He's always had the one-liners, but he's never had a full five-minute song where he's like, look, bro, me and you both know I'm better off without you. He's never done that. That was a great song. Uh, when to Say When, he was rapping his ass off. I like the Giveon song, uh, Chicago oh, yeah. Freestyle. Um, I, I like the, the Ode to Eminem. People think he was, you know, biting Eminem's style. Eminem said he liked that song. That, that, was, that was a tip of the cap to Eminem. Um, there was a lot of good songs in that mixtape. I feel like that was the real album. Looking back, I feel like that was the real shit that he wanted to put out, and then COVID happened, and he was yeah. like, okay, well, now i got to redo it. You know what I mean? He was already independent. There was nothing stopping him. I just think COVID fucked all that up. Nothing was the same. Like I said, not a big fan even to this day. Um, some of his best pop and R&B, but the rap I could do without. Views, lazy as shit, try to make a concept album. Yeah. He, the hype behind it. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit as far as Certified Lover Boy because I could see this album being bad from a mile away. Oh, yeah. It's, it's oh, bad yeah. for me to say I'm not surprised this album was as bad as it is. Oh, yeah. Um, because he did the same shit with Views. He had the mixtape the year before. That was great. Same with Dark Lane Demo. He had the features that he was killing. I like his mm. shit on the Smiley verse. I like his verse on... Um, he's been on a couple other records this year. I, I like the Scary Hours, too. All three of those oh, songs yeah. were great. The Lemon, Lemon Pepper freestyle People, was fantastic. Yeah. I, you could just see it coming from a mile away. That his album was going to fucking suck ass. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just like all his best shit's already out. Um, thank me later. He was young, still finding this footing. And then this is his worst project. I mean, this is bad. It's really oh, yeah. bad. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Um, do you want to take a quick break before we get into the actual album breakdown? Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, okay. go, th- go through some of them. Let's take a break real quick. All right, guys, and we are back. So, 
Certified Lover Boy Tracklist. There is 21 songs on this album. I think Woo! it's very, yeah, dude, it's very long. <laughs> Um, but there's some very solid songs. So we're going to give a track breakdown just kind of one by one. Um, I'm going to let you go first, Hondro. Yeah. What do you think about these songs and why? Um, so Champagne Poetry, I thought that was a genuinely good song. Um, it, it's, it sucks because the first track obviously always sets the tone. It's the introduction. Um, and that's honestly like he's very honest on that song. The production is very, like, very solid. The samples are, I feel, feel like 40 was shined on that on that a lot just as a producer um, you know, and it felt like we were going to see a much more mature side of Drake. And then we move on to Poppy's Home, <laughs> and it is the complete opposite. He yep. took a complete left turn. We get a we get a Nicki feature that's not a feature, which is disappointing. Um, and then, you know, the whole... I mean, like, I get what he's doing with the song. Like, a lot of people want to copy Drake. A lot of people want to be the next Drake. And so he's kind of, like, poking fun at that. Right. But, uh... I just feel like, dog, if, at your age, you shouldn't be worried about that. Like, you should be, you should be trying to crop, prop these people up. You know, these younger artists who look up to Drake. Like, instead of being like, "Hey, your dad's back!" Like, it's me. You know, like this weird. Daddy's home. Yeah, daddy's <laughs> home. Like this weird thing. Like, oh, sorry, Poppy's home. Yeah, Poppy, champagne, Poppy. Oh lord. I just man. feel like that was a huge misfire and the start of something bad. It was like that was the start yep. of something bad. Then we get. Um, and, and we needed a Nikki. Like, why are you going to just tease us with that? Like, Bro. you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you have something to say about that. Um, girls Want Girls. No, I, I got something to say about this song. Girls Want Girls is just completely very toxic, a very negative song. <laughs> like, it is just, you know, I, I'm sorry, man, but. Sh- shout out, I mean, shout out to Lil Baby. I mean, if there's one thing that I can understand, George was like, nah, Lil, Lil Baby's baby. verse. I mean, Lil Baby goes, he goes in. Like, Lil he's Baby's that, He's talented. that superstar. He's yeah. that dude. His next album is going to fucking oh, I blow cannot, through the I roof. cannot wait. I think Lil Baby is going. I'm not the biggest fan. No, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even a Lil Baby fan at all. Yeah. But I think he's really proven himself this past couple of years. Like, he's really, all the features he's done, I've genuinely enjoyed. And I think he's really talented. Like, I think he's going to be a, a top-tier artist within the next couple of years. Like, he's going... I mean, he already is, but... I, I think he's there. He's going to be, like, one of those pinnacle artists, I feel like. Commercial-wise, um, he's Yeah, gonna, absolutely. Unpopular opinion, before we move on, they've done three tracks together. Lil Baby has outdone Drake every time Ooh. they've done a song. What are the other two songs Yes, Indeed, Wants and Needs, oh, Girls, okay. One, Girls. Yeah. I think they did one, him, Lil Baby, and Gunna... Drake, his verse is all about fucking Kanye. It's like, dude, oh my god. Um, anyway, little baby highlighted girls want girls. Girls want girls shouldn't exist. I think if the song was something <laughs> completely different and you had little baby, fine. You you know we you 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 did a good job. But I, I have a question about the song. Are you a lesbian? <laughs> well, apparently Drake seems to think men are lesbians. So <laughs> she says she a lesbian. I said meat. I, look, I get it. Okay, I get it. He loves women. Okay, that's fucking obvious that's a horrible way to explain that yeah that is oh yeah. you're a lesbian yeah me too yeah me too i love women <laughs> let's just move on all right in yeah. the bible um i do not like the song structure for in the bible at all um Givian should have done the chorus we should have seen him a couple more a couple times but a little bit less he shouldn't he just got tacked onto the end which is just drags the song on you yeah know? Lil dirk does a phenomenal job i think this song has like what three different beat switches which is an issue through this album is like every song has a beat switch for no reason. They're all half baked ideas. Yeah, it's like okay, we're gonna do one one song here. Like okay, let me just tack a beat switch onto the onto this. And like a lot of them have like some of them have like four beat switches. I think like 
I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Like yeah. it's a, it's over. It's extremely redundant. Um, Lil Durk's feature. I, Lil Durk is really talented. I think too. Um, Drake and Lil Durk. Like laugh now, cry later. I'm upset it wasn't on this album because yeah. that was a so, that was a fantastic single. Like, that was the lead single, yeah, quote unquote. Yeah. That should have been on the album, even at the end. I think so too. Even if he that just is tack- a great record. Yeah, it's a really good record. Um, like I said, Giveon, they really missed the mark with just tacking them on the end, like just saying, yeah, here we go, here's Giveon. Like, because I felt like by that point the song was over. Like I felt like that song, the song it's a was five minute song. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, and then they just throw him on there, and it's like if you really want him on this song, give him the hook. Give him the chorus, and then like you Chicago. Can, yeah, exactly. Like that's the kind of artist Giveon is when you're doing hip hop features. Um, yep. Love all, like you said, that's a great song. Mm. Um, Jay Z, phenomenal. Pen game, very sharp. Even Drake, I, I actually like the chorus for this one a lot. I think Drake does a good job. Yeah. Um, Fair trade, huge letdown. Um, these, mm. like I said, these two guys gave us sicko mode. Travis and Drake, and so the fact that. Travis half-assed it like crazy for his the feature. Beast was bad, his the beast was bad. The flow was bad. His lyrics were bad. And, and for me, it's like, okay, you're, we're, you know we're going to compare it to Sickle Mode. Like, there's just no good getting around that. Like, <laughs> right. There's no getting around it. So That's you our last should, feature together. Yeah, you should bring that same energy. It wasn't there. Um, moving on. I'm too sexy for this, sir. Too sexy for your girl. Yeah. Too sexy for the eye. I'm feeling like yeah, I'm too sexy yeah. to listen to this song, bro. That's. I feel that's, like I'm not sexy enough to listen to this because I'm not going to. This song is fucking atrocious. Either way it, you this look is at the it, worst Drake song. Either ever. way you look at it, I'm not listening to this song. Yeah, dude, fucking um, hard skip. This is obviously just he knows it's gonna get plays. Um, he knows it's he knows what TikTok it is. Dances. It's just the formula song. It's like the formulaic. We need to check that box off. Yeah. Um, I really wish I never had to hear this song. Um, TSU, um, I'm a big, like I said, I'm a big, like, Houston, Southern hip-hop fan with a lot of stuff. Um, he's got the kind of, like, chopped and screwed sound, Houston very much, um, inspired. And then he starts talking about, like, the stripper thing. It felt very, like, very offensive, you know? I'm not even somebody who tries to be, like, a political warrior or whatever, but I think this is just one of those songs where he's trying to stir up controversy or... Or he's just not even, he's very jaded, I feel like, with this song. The song, like, he's taking, I'm going to take care of you, you're a stripper. Um, I'm going <laughs> to give you my, instead of giving you my your money on the pole, I'm going to give it to you in person. Like, I don't I'll know. I'll pay off your loans, I'll pay off your credit card debt. Yeah, and it's just like, like, it's just very, very. It's kind of, it's kind of weird, man. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, and Too Deep, uh, that song wasn't too bad. I actually, um, what did I say on that? Because I had some notes I took. On the back everything. half of that song is crazy. Yeah, I, I love the first two and a half minutes. I don't know. I why loved it's... the beat. The beat for it was super dope. I loved the beat for it. Um, yeah. The the verses I said. I, I guess I didn't really like the verses too much on that one. Um, like I said, uh, really fire beat. Uh, Pipe down. I don't even remember that song to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't even remember what that song was That's about. It's a very questionable title. Yeah. Pipe down. Like okay, it's certified lover boy. He's yeah. piping down chicks. Fair enough. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, right. Yeba's heartbreak was basically just the interlude. So it was just, and it was just Yeba. Yeah, just singing. I, I guess she's a, a singer. I've never heard of her. Yeah, uh, neither have I. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, it was all Good right. looks for yeah, her. Yeah, it wasn't it's bad. A album. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it was just yeah. like an interlude, basically. So cool. No Friends in the Industry was a pretty big highlight. Um, I know Rocky yep. loved that song. I know Rocky loved that song. Um, He's rapping. I thought it was dope. He's rapping. Um, yeah, No Friends in the Industry. I don't have anything bad to say about that, really. Um, I know it's obviously a Kanye. There's the Kanye connotation. So people think uh, Kendrick got some bars too. Really? Yeah. People okay. think. And look, let's make one thing clear. 
Drake do not want that. No. If you can't handle Pusha T, who definitely oh. isn't commercially in competition, no. or I mean, I I think critically wise, Pusha makes great music, but oh yeah, Kendrick makes better music. He can sell just as much, and he has just as many fans. Yeah. Yeah, he's Drake doesn't want that problem. No, I don't care how big and bad Drake thinks he fucking is. Yeah, what's crazy is Kendrick could easily be better than Drake if he really wanted to push that route. Like, like if he wanted, he is. I don't think he's put out an album in four years, five years. I think he's better. People are fiending for it, right? But uh, we'll we'll move on from that. Um, We'll talk about that in a bit. I'm sure. Uh, Knife Talk was a huge letdown because I'm sure you know I'm a huge Project Pat fan. He's got like 25 seconds in the beginning. That's all we got. It's great. That's all we got. And I'm something pretty sure about dark liquor. I'm pretty or sure like it was a sample too. Like I think part of it sampled, which I is, think so too. Which I is, gotta feed the streets. Yeah, yeah. which is also I think it's a sample. Which is also really disappointing because it's like I saw that I was like 21 Savage and Project Pat. Those two gave us uh, the song off of um, fucking uh, 21 Savage's album uh, a little bit ago that I loved uh, with Schoolboy Q, Project Pat, 21 Savage. Um, that song goes hard as fuck. I always forget the name of it. Um, but that song is phenomenal. Um, Before we move on, what do you think of um, Choppa hit him and turn him to a booty clapper? Isn't that, a, isn't that the 21 line? Doesn't he say that? <laughs> what do you think about that bar? Is because that one of your favorites? This is by far not one of my favorites. That is a very, that's... <laughs> what do you think, George? Choppa hit him. Choppa hit him and turn him to a booty clapper. Oh, yeah, I heard it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just want to know what he means. 21 Savage. 21 said that. Yeah. Chop a hit him, turn him to a booty clapper. That's a questionable bar for me. Yeah, That's what I'm man. saying. That's this whole album's got a lot of questionable shit. Anyway. But uh, Knife Talk, I, I did not like. I was pissed about it because, I, like I said, I like Project Pat. I thought Drake, 21. So we haven't even brought up Drake on his own song yet. That, yeah. that goes to show you that yeah, and he I, didn't do shit. No, absolutely. And I was, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a dope song. Huge miss. Huge miss. Yeah, um, clank off the rim for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. Whew. A lot to say about that one. That song is genuinely Ooh. good. I will say that is a good song. He said they're trying to get the Earl Grey on me. Ooh. He was talking, bro. He said <laughs> he said I changed my my Bezzy to the one I call R.I.P. Nipsey because I swear to yeah. God there's sixty blues tones. Dog, so he was talking. So that's the best record on this so album. So my thing is for a record like that, where is that energy on the rest of the album? That's what the issue is. Where is that? He's putting them all into six tracks and yeah, just filling it up with the rest. That's exactly what it is. It's That's exactly what oh, it is. Oh, man, that song's great. Race the timestamp my- records are crazy. Yeah. No, absolutely. Time and a place, man. Um, race My Mind, like I said, f- cool. Discount Future, or not Future, Discount Weekend, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it was just very derivative of The weekend. Absolutely. I'm surprised The weekend isn't on that song, to be honest with you. They hate each other. Yeah, fa- yeah fair yeah. enough. Uh, Fountains, that was the Jamaican, probably could have went without I've heard that 10 one. 10 Drake Jamaican songs better yeah, than this. Yeah, we could have went without that one by far. <laughs> Thames didn't even sound good on there, Thames. I don't think. And I like Thames. Yeah. I like Jamaican shit. I like yeah. Wizkid. I like Burna Boy. I like Thames. I like yeah. those guys, but nah, man. Didn't sound good on there. Get Along Better, I'm, this is the last song I listened to, I guess. I don't even remember how that one went. To be honest with you, I, I don't either. Yeah, like there's the a last few, Drake and Ty Dolla song wasn't bad, but there's a few songs on here that I go through and I'm like, fuck, what was? How did this song sound? Yeah. And when you start to do that, that's not good. No, you know, um, you only live twice is a Yolt. phenomenal. Yolt. Yolt. Yeah. You only live twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yolt instead of Yolo, we get Yolt. Yolt is it's cool though. I liked it. I, I genuinely liked it. Um, Ross, I loved Ross's verse. Drake came in. He's very. Very high energy, like that's it's it got it gets you excited. 
that's the thing. It gets you excited. Um, Wayne had a dope verse on there. Um, he's been killing his features, Yeah, he's too. been killing his features, too. I, I don't think... I personally thought Ross's verse was my favorite. And then Drake. I think in order of the song, I liked it. Um, not, not saying anything's bad. Production on it is phenomenal. I wish we would see this kind of energy. It felt very reminiscent of, like, that prime Drake era, you know, when all People say it guys... sounds like Lord Knows, part yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. Here's my beef with the song. It's the only gripe I have. It's a great song. Yeah. But it sounds like this was like a Carter Five left over. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally feel like they recorded this in like 2014. No, I, I would and agree with that. And then he just, it got lost in the vault. He beefed with Meek. Yeah. Wayne didn't use it. And Drake's like, hey, remember that one song we did like seven years no, ago? No, that's fair. Let me that use is, it on That certified. is very fair. And it's, and I mean, it sucks because if it came out back then, it probably would have been a classic for a lot of people now, you know? Right. Um, I'm happy. I mean, I'm. Even for being a leftover, I still think it was good. Even for being a leftover. Right. It just so, sounds like a leftover a little bit. But it was good. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the best leftover if there is one on this That's song. fair. That is fair. It's, it's By a, far, dude. Then we're getting on to the Cuddy song. Yep. Um, I am too. I, am I miss two. you too. I miss you too. Um, it's a Cuddy song. It's a Cuddy song. It shouldn't be on here, I think. Oh. It doesn't fit the album. But the Man of the Moon 3. Yeah, absolutely. You know? That would have been that would have been phenomenal, actually, if it was Featuring on, Drake on Man of the yeah, Moon 3? that would have like, been a... Because yeah. there's, there's not very many features on Man of the Moon 3. No. And some of them are, even the Trippy Red feature on there wasn't bad. Some of them are pretty solid. Um, he might be the only feature. Maybe there's like two more. I, there might be two more, I want to like say. Like him and Trippy and then him and like some, some other I think Tra- is Travis on there? Does he feature on Man I, of the Moon I don't 3? think Travis is on that. No, it was Skepta and fucking oh, that's right. um, Pop Smoke. That's right. And that was it. It was Skepta, Pop Smoke, and Trippy Red. They should have put this on. <laughs> they should have put this on Man of the Moon 3. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, fucking yeah. fans. That song is just weird. Like, I forgot about it already. I've heard. Yeah, I forgot about it. The we remorse. Get you fuck fans. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if I was that fucking, if this podcast ever takes off, I'm fucking fans too. Okay. <laughs> like, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, but like, we don't care. Nah, we don't. We, we don't know. Care. We know. Obviously, that's happening. Like, right. It's obvious. I. I wouldn't. If I was Drake, I wouldn't really want to be admitting it. I would just let that kind of exist in its own. You wouldn't like, want to admit that. I, I. I would come on here and be like, Hey, look. <laughs> I would, I would. George helps me run this business a little bit, so whenever I start doing this, I know he's just like, oh god. Got to for this. Oh, thing. fair enough. Yeah, he's he gonna fumble a fucking bag. I'm gonna fumble a bag for you every minute. Yeah, he's gonna, one. he's gonna come. He's gonna have to type up the memo immediately after yeah. this. Like, look, sorry for Blake's comments we on the pod. Apologize. You know, if we offended anybody. Yeah. No, but the remorse, really solid. I, yes. That was a good outro. So it's like, okay, we've got. The intro is good, the outro is good, and then right in the middle it's good. But literally everything in between those. So the half, the start is good, the finish is good, the halfway point's good. Right. Everything in between that is very hit or miss. So I agree. That's my thoughts on all those tracks. If I said I forgot how it sounded, it wasn't good. We'll leave it at that. If I, if I forgot how the song went, it probably wasn't a good song. Yeah, I um, agree. Uh, real quick, I have to use the bathroom. We're going to take one last break. All right, fair enough. All right, and we are back. So... Hondro gave his track breakdown. Let me give mine. So here we go. Champagne poetry, I agree. Um, intro Drake, it's kind of hit or miss, personally, for me. I feel like sometimes it's super strong, and there's mm-hmm. other times, like, on views. Um, Keep the family close? Is that what that one was yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Where he's talking about, um, I love you the way that um, I used to love that one car that Toyota made that had the 4x4. The, 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 the four it looked by just four. like the Bentley. <laughs> you remember the bar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. It's yeah. like, dude, no, this isn't a good intro. But I do like champagne poetry. Um, like you yeah. said, I like the way you summed it up. It, it is a, 
it's a timestamp and, and kind of a recollection of what has been happening yeah. in the previous yeah. year or two. Um, and, and that's what we expect from Drake. Drake's a very reflective, very uh, let me look back on, on that yeah. night, look back on that event kind of thing. Poppy's home. I get it. People like Russ, who I enjoy. People like fucking... I mean, a lot of these new guys sound a lot like Drake. Get the yep. whole fucking style from Drake. I get yeah. it. But if you're going to say you're Poppy and your dad and you're home now, you got to make these dudes your sons. Yeah. That's not what he did on the song. No. That's not, not what he did at all. No. I, it was like, hey, Poppy's home. It's like when dad comes home, but everyone still stays in the backyard swimming in the pool. Yeah, dunking yeah or, the they're, or they're hoop. still in their bedroom chilling. like <laughs> On their nobody, phone. Yeah, nobody comes running out there <laughs> to greet him. <laughs> that, that's what I just song came is. back from my work trip and everybody's like oh shit let me close yeah, the we door. knew you were cheating on mom let like, me close the door piece of shit like yeah like like girls want girls George George no no you're here you've said you, you put on snapchat oh listen to this a hundred times I want you to come <laughs> over here and tell me why you enjoy this song so much I, I just think oh, my bad I just think it was like the first song the I was mic- on my run I was on my run, I was hella high, and it was just like the one song, and I let it repeat, and I was like, damn, it's, 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 it's like a vibe, and a little baby hops on there and says, you know, if you, stay in shape, if you can't stay in shape, I'll pay for the fucking surgery, you know, like, oh, okay, all kinds okay, of, you know, okay. little baby was talking to shit. It fit the I moment like, for you. It fit the moment, like, damn, okay. bro, he's got that bag, he's got two bitches, bring all through, I got a Mercedes Benz, I got a gang full of shooters, like, shit, you okay. know what I'm saying, I felt it. A gang full of shooters. He was talking to shit, and George was feeling it, man, he was I- like... <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe that's one thing. I, I haven't smoked a weed in about a year now. Uh, my story is well documented, I guess. Maybe that's the key to liking this album is you got to be high for it. Um, and that's, that's, that is that's, not fair, though. You can't. I, I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna give it to Drake for that one. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not letting him get away. Oh, with I'm that. not either. I, I'm not either. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if you got to be on some drugs like this, maybe that's how he created the album. I mean, I, I assume Drake's one of those guys that doesn't create sober. Fair. That's fair. The stuff he talks about. The 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 underwater fucking yeah. shit forty does. It's very like mm-hmm. we were smoking weed, we were drinking wine, we were you know we were. That's where the chop the Houston kind of influence come from. Like, cause I a lot of the artists I work with, they're they are not they they can't be sober pretty much when they're making their music. And um, I mean, it, it sounds bad, but in a certain way, maybe you shouldn't be sober creating music. One of those things that like it's got to be airy, it's got to be fucking, mm-hmm. it's got to be creative, it's got to be something that you. You know, yeah. you you think of on a different realm, and being sober, I, I I'll tell you what, that's why I'm never doing music again because I got to be sober and I, it's not going to be good. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it's just not going to happen. In the Bible with Lil Durk and Giveon, I agree with you, man. Giveon, I don't know why he's on the last half of the song, yeah. the last quarter of the song. Seems like a waste of a feature. Lil Durk was cool. I like his verse more personally on Donda. I thought his verse on mm. Donda was way better. And another issue with this, you brought up sickle mode, but we heard Laugh Now, Cry Later a year ago. Yeah. Why can't we just have that as track four instead of in the Bible? Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. I, I know Laugh Now, Cry Later is not the certified lover boy. You know, it's not about fucking chicks or whatever. But, like, I so still, what? Yeah, I still feel like that, like, that's not like the rest of this. Some, there's a lot of songs on here that don't fit that either, you know? If you're a lover boy, that means put, you cry a lot. Yeah, he put the Ross song on there and Wayne's song on there. Right. You know, so. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, Love All, though. Love All is where this album picks up again for me. Love this song. No pun intended. Uh, my favorite song on the album. Jay-Z had the best verse on the entire album, in my mm. opinion, on this song. And he's, he was talking that shit to Dame Dash. Yeah. I mean, boy, he was he was talking. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about he was talking on 7 a.m., Drake was, Jay-Z was talking on this verse. I mean, yeah. he has something to say. And I like when guys like that, I like when my legends come back and guys that we respect and have something to say and yeah. something to give us yeah. instead of just, I have Phoning a billion dollars. Or just kind of, what you know, they got to force something to come out, you know. Right. 
Uh, same with um, what it feels like. You know, I mean, Jay-Z was kind of flexing a little bit, but he was mm. still talking about, like, he had something to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I like when these guys have a message and they're Absolutely. still billionaires and they're still successful. It lets you know that they're still willing to work hard. And that's yeah. cool to watch. This guy's 50, you know, and, and he's definitely not on his prime anymore. Who knows if I'll ever drop another album, but... He's still willing to give out I think great he prob- verses. I, I, probably th- I think he probably will, honestly. I see another album in Jay's career. I can see it maybe down the line. It's already been yeah. four years since 444, but... But it's only been three years since he did the, uh, uh, the uh, Jay Electronical... Col- or no, uh, Jay... That was 2020, actually. That was last year. And, I mean, he did pretty much half that album. And I, and I, and I think with how well he was on that album, how sharp he was, I don't, I don't see him slowing, like, giving... You know, I, think, I still think he's, he's going to recognize, oh, I still got it in me. You know what I mean? That was kind of like a victory lap for him, but I think he's kind of... Jay's one of those artists, he's like, yeah, okay, I did it. I'm, I can do it again, you know? Right. I can do it better. Yeah. I have yeah. more stories now. Exactly. I have more, more things going on. Uh, fair trade, I'm going to respectfully disagree. Um, the first half of the song with just Drake was phenomenal. This is my second mm. favorite song on the entire album. But why is Travis Scott here? Why is yeah. the beat switching? Why is Travis here? I don't need him on the song. Drake could have gave me one more verse. He could have cut it short after the second one. Give me a yeah. two and a half minute song. I would have been cool with that. There's no reason. Um, and this is the few parallels between this and Donda. Both these albums have songs that, for some reason, they drag them out. Yeah. And and there's no need to in the streaming era. I yeah. think 15, 20 seconds in, it counts as a stream and you're good. Yeah. So why drag out these kind of... It's just lazy. And Travis's verse was fucking lazy. His flow was bad. Yeah. But boy, nothing... And I mean absolutely nothing at all, George. Could have set me up for what the fuck happened on Way Too Sexy. I wouldn't have saw that coming from him. I, I never would have thought Drake would stoop to that fucking level. Okay, all right, okay, that's fine. She says she liked the boy. What you like about him? Dog. It's a radio hit. <laughs> it's a TikTok hit. It's a yeah. club hit, bro. When it I, is a club but hit. literally... When the album dropped? Last Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 Saturday it was already getting played at fucking Shameless. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. They already had three songs mixed. I had that, Girls Girls Like Girls, and then what's the oh, other one? Jeez, of course. Um, Knife Talkers? I don't, I don't no, know. that's not that's not a club anthem. But it, I'm just saying they had a mix. They had a <laughs> yeah, oh, oh talk- TSU was it TSU? TSU, yeah. <laughs> bro. Making it rain, bitch. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's the next song, TSU. So here's the thing. Um, Fair Trade was one of the songs that I think Drake put on his Instagram back in like May or April, mm. the snippet, like the first two minutes of the song. So you already heard it on Drake's Instagram. Yeah. Um, way too sexy is bad. But TSU was originally called Not Around. And that was Ooh. floating around on the internet for like a year. I think this album was supposed to come out last October. This yeah. is one of the songs that leaked. So, and so they renamed it TSU, put the little Houston intro shit at the beginning. And um, it's cool. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Drake, I, I wouldn't take him to be a, a predatory man. Yeah. I figure there'd be plenty of women who are in their 30s he would yeah. rather sleep with. But, um, you know, if college girls are his preference. Well, leave that for us, Drake. How about that? Leave yeah. that for us guys that are yeah. that age. But maybe he's making that music for you to understand in your shoes. That's absolutely what it's for. I mean, I get that. But you're going to tell me Drake doesn't go to strip clubs and try and get with 20-year-olds? Hey, look, they're above 18. I get it. I know you're my PR guy, so you're like, please get off this. Yeah, <laughs> Keep, it moving, Keep it moving, man. Keep it moving. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next Strip Club song. And this one is a banger. But again, why are the first two and a half minutes on this song? Just give me the fucking J Prince. We're going to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Houston. Yeah. Houston, Atlanta. Give me the, I think it's J Prince. Give me the J Prince stuff as the intro. And then just give me Drake and Future. Yeah. And it's the second song in the album, Future Kills Drake. Yeah. 
It's sad. It's sad, man. But I, I like the song. Drake's vocals. It, I, I'm not going to say ever, but it's one of the few songs where he sounds like in the clouds. He mm. sounds like he's literally above you as he's rapping. Like well, when he's saying pop that shit, you know, uh, oh, I heard yeah, that pussy yeah. was so underrated or whatever. Like when he's saying that shit, mm-hmm. it sounds like he's literally above you singing it. And the future sounds like it got, you know, I got some bitch. You know, he comes yeah. in and it sounds yeah. normal. But uh, overall, I like the song. It's very I good. I loved the production for it so much. I thought yeah. the beat was very good. Absolutely. I just, the first two and a half minutes I could have did without, but I do love, yeah. it's actually one of the brighter highlights on the album is yeah. the second half of this song. Pipe Down, I don't dislike it as much as you do, but it's a skip. I didn't even remember it, how it went. That's what it was. I just, I, I didn't even hate it, but I just didn't. <laughs> that's not good if you don't remember how it. That's what, you know yeah, what, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't remember. Um, I, I really don't either, to be honest with you, but if I could remember how it goes, the one I remember a lot is Race My Mind. That's the one that for some yeah. reason sticks in my head. Um, but Pipe Down was, was cool. Um, not going to go back to it probably though. Yeah. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Won't yeah. revisit it again. Uh, Yeba, Yeba, uh, uh, y- Yeba's know. Heartbreak? Yeba's Heartbreak? I don't know who I'm she is. I'm assuming Yeba, but that's yeah, just I'm going to the... go Yeba. Um, like you said, it's an interlude. Um, and Drake's usually really good at these interludes. CeCe's interlude on Thank Me Later, I still go back to. Georgia yeah. interlude on More Life, I still go back to. He's good at these interludes, but he's not on this one at all. Yeah, that's, that's, it's very strange. It's um, very strange. It, it he like did that with Buried Alive interlude, though. With the he Kendrick, gave Kendrick yeah. the, the shine. Yeah. yeah, but this obviously is that. very different. This is not that kind of that kind of mentality, though. So it's, right. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not sure what's really going on here, but Drake, that's fair. He has this theme throughout his albums where he puts someone on for two or yeah. three minutes that is coming up. He did it with Georgia Smith on More Life. So oh, yeah. I, I get it. No friends in the industry. My brothers been my brothers. You... Blanks ain't no kin to me a fact. This song goes hard. This yeah, song I was gonna say this great. song goes hard, bro. This, this song it, is it does. It genuinely does. Great. One of the few songs that he sounds motivated. He yeah. sounds like he actually wants to make this song. Yeah. Um. This is probably not my favorite, but it's one of the top three or four songs on the album mm. for sure. It definitely picks back up after fucking. You know, the last three or four were kind of drab and too deep yeah. was and eh, pipe down was and eh, I don't listen to the interlude. It finally picks back up and it, it brings you back to center, if you will. Knife talk. Um. I gotta feed the streets. When Project Pack comes on, grabs your attention right away. And then when Twenty One says, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> Come on, what's a booty clapper? I just want to know what he means by that. Can we rap genius that? What what the fuck does chop a hit him and turn him to a booty clap? I, I, I wonder if it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the visual, but I wonder if it's like we're like. <laughs> yeah, Oh my god, dude. Uh, I do enjoy 21's feature. We're we're joking about it, but 21 absolutely killed it. I don't remember a thing Drake said, which is not good. Yet another song where the feature is outshining him. This is now number four. Future did it twice. 21 did it. Jay Z did it. It's like, dude, this is your, this is certified lover boy. We waited a whole extra year for this shit to come out, and this is what we're getting 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. Well, what's up? What's oh, up? I was just reading the line. It was uh, so basically like, you know, a booty clapper, like a chick, like pretty much twerking, you know. And so he's saying when, when you get shot, you know, and you fucking like your body shakes kind That's of. That's what I figured, yeah. But it's just a weird way to phrase it, man. <laughs> Chopper hit him, turned him to a booty clapper. <laughs> 21's always had those creative lines, though. He's, he's, very, always, he's always had those little. Pussy. <laughs> that's, that's his ad lib, pussy. <laughs> 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. Yeah. Kanye's got to respond at some point, dude, because he was tearing Kanye's ass 
up yeah. on this fucking he, record. He really was. That's that's the that's the crazy thing. That's what bothers me big time is, you know, we got this huge monumental highlight on the album, like just a phenomenal song. Drake's never miss on the timestamps. 9 a.m. Yeah. in Dallas on Thank Me Later, fucking great. Yeah. 5 a.m. in Toronto. Eventually it was on the care package thing, mm. but it was just a Lucy before nothing was the same. Yeah. Fucking great. 4 p.m. in Calabas, or no, 6 p.m. in New York. The mm. outro to If You're Reading This. Mm. You're rapping like you've seen it all. You're rapping like the throne should be the three of y'all. Oh. And then he says on this song, you've been sliding a third like stolen bases. Yeah. Dude, he was, he said they're trying to get the Earl Grey on me. The only tea you get is the one for the yeah. walk of shame. Like, dude, he, this is the best song on this album. Yeah. No, I would, I would agree with that probably. I... Bro. And I didn't know what bridal path was. It's just, it's just the house he lives. It's just the neighborhood. This is 7 a.m. at Drake's house, basically, is what mm. he's saying. Bridal Path is the neighborhood Drake lives in in Toronto. So this is 7 a.m. Drake's, I, I assume he's having, he said he likes espressos. He says yeah. he likes having Getting white up wine. in the morning, he's thinking about his day, man. He's pissed. Something pissed him off. <laughs> when is Drake not upset? How about that? I'm up, he's got a song called I'm Upset. Yeah, <laughs> when is he not pissed off? He should off? call it I'm Always Upset. <laughs> right. I'm Always Emotional by Drake. 7 a.m., though. I mean, fuck, yeah. dude. And especially when you made it at 7. Look. I know 6 p.m., 4 p.m. Like, the timestamps he uses yeah. are very 9 a.m., 5 a.m. This might be the best morning record. Mm. He's done 5 a.m., he's done 9 a.m. This is 7 a.m. Yeah. Bro. Better than 5 a.m.? Yeah, I think so. I think sure it's right that? there. He said they're trying to get the Earl Grey on me. I didn't even know what he was talking about the first three or four times. And I'm like, tea. oh. They're trying to get the tea yeah. on me. He said, I said, <laughs> he said, I got the Ruby Rose two-tone. Ruby Rose is beautiful. And then he said... Or I switch it to the one I call R.I.P. He just started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it got 60 blue stones. Maybe I'm getting too stoned. <laughs> Drake was fucking talking. But then right after the ultimate highlight of the album, after he fucking Dwayne Wade to LeBron, Al you one yeah. hand and, and fucking Portland or whatever. Yeah, you're right. He should just give the shit to The weekend. Yeah. Or just have The weekend on it. Get get the Michael Jackson feature again. This should have been something that wasn't just him. Yeah. Um, Race My Mind, I'm not a big fan of. It's catchy. Don't get me wrong. It, it still sticks in my head. I still remember listening to it, but it's not something I'm going to go back to. Nope. And look, the first half of the song is great. It's a four and a half minute song, though. I don't need Drake. Drake's a great streaming era artist. He's, if Drake gives yeah. you three minute songs the rest of his life, that's perfect. He's a two verse, three hook kind of guy. I don't need three verses, yeah. four hooks from you. Especially with no feature. Um, <laughs> and he's had a lot of features on this album, so it's just very surprising that one didn't have the weekend one or whatever. But Weekend hates him, so it's whatever. Fountains. It's not a horrible song, but I have One Dance. Yeah. I have Controlla. I have the song with him and Wizkid from a few years back. I have um, Blem. I have Madiba Rhythm. I have all these songs already. This is the worst one. This is the worst Jamaican song, in my opinion. I, I just... It's not horrible. I don't want to make it sound like Drake, you know, was piss poor this entire album because there are some highlights. Um, if this comes on and you've had a few drinks, at, you know, like you said, at Shameless, like at the bar, in the club, in the strip club, sure, it's a bop. Yeah. It, it's a cool tune. It's not like, oh, yeah, turn absolutely. it off. It's not garbage. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if you ask me, hey, you want to hear One Dance or Fountains? I want to hear One Dance. Yeah, no, you that's know? fair. Hey, do you want to hear Blem or Fountains? I want to hear Blem. Like, yeah. that's just, he's done this before and he's done it better. Um, get Along Better, I'm with you. I don't remember that song at all. Yeah. Tidal Assign, I don't remember him either. Ty does this weird thing, though, where he is way better on his features than he has his own albums. Oh, God, yeah, dude. And this is another one of those cases. Um, yeah. But I don't have much recollection 
of this song whatsoever. Uh, Yolt, You Only Live Twice. I think it's a good follow-up to the motto. If they were going mm. for some kind of banger, some kind of just yeah. freestyle Hot 97 type shit, this was it. Uh, Lil Wayne and Rick Ross were great. And actually, I agree with you. Ross had the best verse on this song. Mm. One of the best verses on the album. Yeah. Uh, Wayne and Drake killed it as well, but I think Drake may have had the worst verse. Mm, and okay. not worse as in bad, just... Yeah, the, I don't think there was a bad verse on this one at all. Like, right. I really don't. I just think, obviously, when you're comparing the three, like, you know, there's going to be a bit of a hierarchy. You know, you got you to gotta critically compare the three. Right. Uh, Wayne and Ross did way better. I Miss You Too featuring Kid Cudi. Uh, like we said, it's a Kid Cudi song. This is yeah. a Man on the Moon 3 half-baked idea that Drake said, hey, give it to me so I can spite Ye and push yeah. it. That's yeah. exactly what this was. I don't think... Sorry, I guess I clicked on the album. The song. <laughs> You're good. Uh, I just don't... I don't see where there's any point in making a song, putting it on the album. I think this yeah. is just to piss off the good music camp. It didn't It didn't need to be there, really. Um, I am glad the beef is done. Cuddy tweeted yeah. that he's glad it's over. I'm glad of this, too. Maybe there's future songs coming later on. Yeah. It's been five years since this beef was even a thing, so I'm glad that they just picked up and moved on. Um, and Cuddy having a, a good career resurgence, man. Man on the Moon yeah. was great. He has yeah. a movie coming out. Um, people were mad that he wore the dress on SNL. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't get why. Um, yeah, so I, it is what it is. Number 20, fucking fans. I'm believing it this, George. Agree with the sentiment. Don't like the song. <laughs> I don't like the song at all. It's lazy. It's a drab. It's yeah. boring. It's him and Party Next Door. I've heard 10 songs better with Drake and Party Next Door collaborating than fucking fans. In <laughs> um, the outro, the remorse. And it's actually really good. He's talking about yeah. how, you know, thank God there's no snakes in my circle because mm. Jesus Christ, things would have went really yeah. fucking left. He's, he's shouting out motherfuckers we never even heard of. Obviously, 40, yeah. Oliver, uh, Noel. But he's also shouting out Mark. I don't know who OVO Mark is. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Mark, if you're listening. Maybe some executive guy. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. He's just a, a guy from yeah. around the way he's shouting out mark i think he shouted out his boy fifth um yet again that he shouted out on god's plan and stuff that got shot up a few years ago in toronto unfortunately and rest in peace to him mm. he's shouting out all these different guys and it's cool it's a cool yeah. song it's him and 40 it's uh, a great outro it's two verses five minutes which is some of the best drake yeah. just like you know the, the time records songs give me one verse for four minutes where you just go and you don't stop yeah. Um, his intros and outros are always great. This is like a Do Not Disturb. This is like a... What's the one on Scorpion? Um, oh, what's the one on... Uh, the end of the rap side, not the singing. The singing oh, side was shit. terrible. Um, I forget the name. Uh, um, what's the name of the Scorpion one? Do you know the name of the Scorpion? I don't think I is, it, uh, is there more? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that one was really good because he's just rapping. You know, my yeah. only holding up I do is my end of the bargain. O- only... Only pausing I do is me begging your pardon or whatever. Like, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he had bars. The remorse is just another one of those things in this series. This is like the View song. He's really mm. good at those outro songs. So overall, man, let's get into it. What are the worst tracks on Certified Lover Boy in your opinion? Give me five. I think I have five. I think because I, I made a list before making sure. I did too. Um, <laughs> worst songs. I think I put Way Too Sexy, um, Knife Talk. Wow. Just just in terms of like. Because you got to remember, like, I came in some of these really excited, and then I was just super let down. Um, so Knife Talk was one for me. Race My Mind. Um, Girls Want Girls. Yep. Um, and then I think I put Fair Trade also. Wow. Just being let down. Knife Talk and Fair Trade were just huge letdowns for me. So that's that's probably it for me right there. Those 21 booty clapping didn't bring it back for you? No, unfortunately not. No, <laughs> unfortunately not. I just had to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Poppy's Home. Girls Want Girls and In the Bible. This just started out slow as fuck after the intro. Yep. It picks up a love all in fair trade. Way too sexy is just, oh my God. Um, 
I not that uh, Yeba's heartbreak. Ye, uh, Yeba, I don't know. I'm still butchering that. Not that it's bad. I just don't ever listen to it. So I'm skipping yeah. over that. Uh, that. That's five right there. But man, I gotta put fucking fans on there. Yeah. No, I, I probably I probably have to swap that out for that. knife talk. If I really went back, I'd probably swap that out for knife talk. Agree with the sentiment. Don't like the song. <laughs> we get it. But, okay, hold on. Blake's feeling Let's a little horny. Blake's feeling a little horny. <laughs> I'm always a little horny. The people that know me. But what's wrong with that? What's wrong with smashing some of your fans out? It's not wrong as saying it. Though. Yeah, it's, it's just, just yeah, it's like yeah, you could do it, but it's just like you know, you just bragging about it. Yeah, weird. bragging about it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like okay, we get it. Like we fit, we assume that's happening. It's like. One of those things, that you, you know it's happening, but you don't really got to, like, address it, you know? So, like, okay, let's say you, you guys and, and X3 are all doing a show. Chico, okay? You guys sold out a, a, a theater, okay? It's 2,000 people there. Backstage, here comes 20 women, and there's 10 of y'all. Fucking some fans, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, if, if that's what it comes to, you know? But I'm, I'm more of, like, I'm all business before I before I take any pleasure, you know? I'm very, I'm very, you can ask any of my friends, I'm... I am all business before anything else. So, yeah. so if it, you know, if I've got other shit, I'd rather get done, then that's what I'll be focusing on. But no, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I but I'd do it very privately. I'd be very low key about it. I'd you be, wouldn't make a song. Yeah, I would not yeah. make a song about it. I would like, not. Hey, Rocky, let me get a song on there. Called yeah, I feel like fans. I feel like Drake's putting himself on blast with this one. That's yeah. what I feel like. He does incriminate himself quite a bit. Yeah. TSU fucking fans. There's quite a few like, odd tracks. Just like, what are you doing, bro? What are the best songs in here, man? What are songs that are going to be in your rotation the rest of the year? Let's see. What are songs that you're like, yes? Champagne Poetry, obviously. Yeah, great um, intro. 7 a.m., that one as well for sure. There's there's no way around that. Oh, um, the Remorse, those, like I said, the top three went in there instantly. Yep. Um, you Only Live Twice also went in there pretty quick. Um, and then I had um, I Am Y2, the Cuddy song, because I liked, I like, like, I love Cuddy. Like, I've always been a big Cuddy fan. Um, but I'm not thinking about it. I'd probably swap that out for All Love. I'd probably swap it out for All Love. Okay. Um, if not, I Am Y2, I think, would, for me, even though it is a Cuddy leftover, like we said, Man on the Moon 3 was good. So, like, like there was some really good songs on there. Right. So it's like, if it sounds like a leftover from that, then, like, it's a it's a fair, you know, for me, at least. But I'd probably swap I that agree. out for the J song. Okay. My favorites are the intro, Champagne Poetry, um, giving us the update. It's really cool. Excuse me. Uh, he mentions his son and stuff like that, and so I, I I do enjoy that one. The beat switches up. He starts talking his shit towards the end. I fuck with it. Uh, Love all with Jay. Fucking phenomenal. The beat. You know. I, I even previously on mm. Ready to Die. Like yeah, I, I, just, I, I love I like, that. You know what I mean? I love it and just goes right it into it. It upsets me because obviously that's a Biggie reference, and I'm hoping for, uh, you know, I love a Miss Biggie, R.I.P. Biggie, but you know. Well, okay, I, I just thought of this right now. Uh, maybe he was trying to get Biggie for a verse on that song and just mm. settle for Jay. That could be it too, yeah. Maybe he was trying to get something from, from Diddy. Him kind of and Diddy like are that. cool yeah. now. Maybe he was like, hey, do you have any Biggie verses? And Diddy's like, hey, dude, I can't help you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we Probably. used all of them yeah. 20 yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so he probably just was like, okay, let me go with like the next girl from New York. Yeah, yeah. Who's actually alive. So uh, I love that song. Love all. I'm going to keep going back to that. It's definitely in the playlist and the rotation. Definitely a good song mm-hmm. at night. Definitely a good song when I'm driving to work because it's a 20 minute drive for me to and from. I, I just, yeah. that song could play, it could play in a strip club, it could play anywhere, and I'll fuck yep. with it. Um, fair trade. I, I respectfully mm. disagree, like I said. Uh, Travis Scott was not needed. But I do like the leak. Uh, I like how it sounds now. What he's saying is, you know, I, I've been losing friends and finding peace. That sounds like a fair yeah. trade to me. Yeah. That's dope. And then, you know, don't invite me over if you're going to throw another pity party. Like, he's... 
And then looking back, it's hard to tell you where I started. Like, he had a lot of good-ass bars. There definitely is. I, yeah, I definitely agree. It's just that Travis being put on there is just really what kills it for me. Because then it just drags the song out more. So that, that's what it is for me. Like, as a song structure, it bothers me. Like This could have ended at three minutes. Yeah, it could have ended up forever ago. Why do we still have this, you know? Right. So that's, that's what it is for me. But I, I definitely get, there's definitely a lot of merit to your claim. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no friends in the industry. Mm. Tearing up Kanye, maybe Kendrick as well. Um, and look, I think 7am had more bars and it was a little harder, but no friends in the industry. He was... No, that's that's a banger, bro. The only problem with this, I didn't bring it up when we were doing the track breakdown, but I've also heard a better version of this. I've gotten energy before from you. Yeah. We've heard a better version yeah, of this. And how yeah. many songs is Drake going to do where he's like, I don't fuck with y'all. I'm the greatest. People know I'm the greatest. I get bitches. Like, dude, we get it. But yeah. how do you have no friends in the industry, but the whole fucking industry is on this album? Dirk, Thugger, Savage, Future, Future Jay-Z. How often have Fucking Future... Gibeon, fucking Ty Dolla Sign, yeah. Cuddy. Every, you squashed a beef to get someone on this album. Yeah. You have no friends in the industry. It's just cold-hearted Drake. I'm just over it. He's yeah. done it better before. Um, 7 a.m. is not cold-hearted Drake. That's real Drake. Yeah. I think, like you said, we actually get a glimpse into his mind, kind of mm-hmm. like the intro. We actually see how he actually feels about someone he looked up to and genuinely yeah. doesn't like anymore, it seems like. That's why I like 7 a.m. a little bit more. No Friends, he's rapping his ass off. It's one of the better rap songs, but 7 a.m. Yeah. It's fucking great. That's the best song on the album. Always going to be returning back to that one, even years down the line. I, oh, I yeah. will. Oh, yeah. That beat, what he's saying. I just, I don't do that. At first, I was like, why is he talking about Nipsey? And But then yeah, you actually listen to what he said. And yeah. <laughs> he's bro. fucking... God, those bars. He's all one for that one. Those bars were fucking awesome. And then, honestly, man, it gets really dry for me until the outro. Really? Um, yeah, it, it really does. I, I, that part of the album, I could just race my mind. The yeah. Cuddy shit, the Ty Dolla Sign shit. It only needed shit, to be like all that shit. 12 songs, this album, really. You could have gave me 10. 10 even, yeah, you honestly. Because I, I think I literally made six. I got six right here I like. Uh, In Too Deep is cool. I, I can come up with some other ones mm. that are cool. Yeah. And, and I would have been fine with that, but yeah. No, you um, only lift no Yolt on, on yours? Not on my favorites. Mm. That's one that's not on my playlist. It just fair it enough. sounds old. That's, that's fair. Beef. That's fair. That is fair. It's it's definitely leftover, you know. Yeah. But, it just sounds like it could have been on Carter 5 seven years yeah. ago, and I just yeah. don't like that. Um, so, yeah, I got six of them. Let's give our final grades and get out of here, man. What is your final grade for Certified Lover Boy out of 10? I have 4.5 out of 10 for Certified Lover Boy. 4.5 okay. out of 10. Just because a lot of the songs are just not so much. I feel like there's so much fucking filler on it, man. And it's like there's so many other albums that I think are way better that like I'm very critical like with with creating an album, you know, like if I'm going to sit here and be strapped in, if you're like I'm I'm like this, man, if you're going to make me listen to your music for an hour and a half, then you better be giving me stuff worth listening to. Right. It's not fair to expect your people to listen to you for an hour and a half and just half ass it. You know what I mean? So if if I'm going to listen to it for that long, like, you've got to bring it, you know? And I feel like a lot – we've talked about how a lot of these songs do not bring it. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I can't justify giving it an average score if it's if we both think it's his worst album. You know what I mean? Like, a five would be average. Like, this is just below average for me. So 4.5 out of 10. Okay. Um, like I said at the top. Or somewhere near the top. I think that Dark Lane Demo Tapes was the real album. Yeah. I think that was supposed to actually come out in October. COVID pushed it back. uh, His knee injury pushed it back. Cashing COVID pushed it back. Um, And the fact that we had to wait a whole year for this shit just makes the letdown even harder. This is a bad album if it comes out last September. Yeah. This is a bad album if, if... you know what I mean? Half these songs are still on there. It's a bad album if Way Too Sexy is your hit single. Let's yeah. be honest. 
some of these songs are great, but 7 a.m. is not the radio record. That's not no, the strip club no, record. Yeah. Way Too Sexy is the record. Yeah. And that's bad. Drake's had some really bad hit records, like Scorpion, God's Plan being your number one. I get it. It's catchy. It's not terrible. No, yeah. It, um, I mean, I definitely would rather listen to that than Way Too Sexy. That's for damn sure. <laughs> right, yeah. But even on the last mixtape, you know, Chicago Freestyle was probably the biggest one yeah, off that, yeah. that mixtape. And that was a way better record. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I feel like the real album should have came out last year. And I feel like for all this extra time we gave him and for him being a dad and having all this stuff that he has to talk about. I thought he would have matured, but... Yeah, he put all of his effort, in my opinion, into eight to nine songs. Yeah. And that should have been the album if he was going to drop the album. But it's a streaming era. He's the biggest streaming artist ever. It's not even fucking close. He had to outdo Kanye. I'm giving this a three out of ten. Ooh, okay. That's almost bad. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to give it a better score based off of your reaction to mine. No. No, this album was bad. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I got six that I put on my playlist out of 21. So that's 33%. That's yeah. That's I'm gi- that's not even a three point five. I'm yeah. giving him a three out of ten. I still love Drake. Don't get me wrong. I know those you know review makes it sound like people say I I act like I hate Drake, but I actually love him. I do love Drake. No, yeah, I he just disappoints yeah. me. Yeah, it's more sad. times than not nowadays. Yeah, he's. I, I tweeted this a little bit ago, like right after I heard the album, and I was like, Drake is very talented. Like we can't ignore that. But he is somebody who constantly punches under his weight. Like what he's capable of doing, never gives us that full capability. Always shoots under for me. Like he's always below below like you know what i mean like right just always punching under his weight and it's like it sucks because he is so talented he could be making way better music than what he is giving us but he doesn't so yeah for whatever reason whatever reason you know this reminds me of views man the year before he puts out a great mixtape just like last year he has a bunch of hit records um there was no meek mill beef or nothing like that leading up to it which helped but you know he still had some hits going into it laugh now cry later Mm -hmm. lemon pepper freestyle with ross um what's next was big wants and needs with little baby i mean he had some hits coming into this album the smiley song blew up everywhere for a month or two um i'm sure i'm missing out on some other features that he did but he had some records coming into this album but you can see from a mile away that there's just that because views he delayed that one for a year that was supposed to come out i think in 2014 like October shit, 4th, it, really? it came out April of 2016. Oh, he damn. delayed that shit a year and a half. I don't even know that. Damn. Yeah. Wow. You just tell this was a whole nother thing yeah. of that. He's delaying it, pushing it back. Oh. He's waiting for everything to get right. Uh, like Rocky said on the podcast, we talked about it for a minute. Yeah. He said he's waiting for the strip clubs to fully open. And yeah. People yeah. will be back outside, but you're going to wait till September? I thought this was going to come out in July. I thought it would yeah. come out right smack, just like Scorpion, yeah. right smack in the middle of the summer. That would have been better for Cover him. the rest of the summer. You know. But. And this didn't happen. Um Maybe we'll get another sicko mode or something like that where he has another hit after the album's I out. I wish, but... I, I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? Probably not. Um, George, final grade for CLB, man. I know you didn't talk much, but and give us your final grade. I haven't listened to it like, fully to even give it a grade. It'd be, it'd be like a no contest, really. Because I don't want to be biased and just give it like a nine. But like, Yeah, fucking, <laughs> give it a nine. But so, I want to grill and be like a fucking four or whatever. As far as his albums, Views, Thank Me Later, Nothing Was the Same, Take Care, Scorpion, and this one. Where does this rank in that sick, that sick, that sick? Where does this rank? Probably four, fifth, mm. four, fifth. Mm. I, I don't think I like Scorpion. I, I don't remember exactly, but I don't think I liked it. A lot of people didn't like Scorpion. Yeah. It's very bloated. But this one's really bloated. This is more bloated. Yeah. This is like well, smacking a whole pizza by yourself kind of bloated. I guess it'd be those two, like, 5A and 5B. Just because, like, especially since he did push it back so far, then, like, fuck, bro, like. We waited a whole extra year yeah. for this shit. I mean, that's what makes it worse. You're too long, man. He said October 2020. He's like, oh, I got hurt. January 21. It's September. 
Yeah, you had a you had a year to, to fix the mistakes that were made on it, and no. you didn't. They so, didn't do it at all. Yeah. Anything else before we got out of here, man? Nah, man. Certified lover boy forever. <sighs> fucking sadly. <laughs> <laughs> there is hopefully a Kendrick album coming out. There's yeah. hopefully a Travis album. Yes. I would love to keep coming in here and do album reviews. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Dom Kennedy? Kennedy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dom right. Kennedy. Three. I, I'm very mainstream, if you can't tell. So I, No, uh, Dom Kennedy's dope. He is dope. Yeah. I just, I don't know if I know enough about him to come in here and do an hour and a half uh, breakdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know about yeah. Travis and all these guys. Yeah. If Cuddy puts out another album, we'll do it. But um, I do enjoy doing the big album. Yeah. No, I release uh, yeah. breakdown. Really so dope. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Absolutely, Appreciate bro. you. Thanks you, for letting me come on. I'll say this at the end because maybe everyone else tuned out already. You were the only person that swiped up on my Instagram. Really? Yeah. Damn. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And then George man. was the last minute like, hey, I right. want to talk about it. Yeah. So I was like, all right. But yeah, you were no, the only I'm, person. Well, so. shit, I'm, well, I'm happy. I mean, you know, it seemed like a cool opportunity, you know, and it's fun. It's fun to just sit and talk with people about music, especially when you give constructive, good ideas, you know. So yeah. I, I respect your opinion on a lot of it. So yeah, likewise. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to come on. So yeah. thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, don't forget to like. Share, follow, subscribe to Blake. You know, he's always working hard, you guys. I mean, come on, man. Thank you. Do, do the little YouTube outro. That's what I was going for. Do you have anything that you have going on with Rocky? So Dakota? we're, I mean, Rocky's, we're, um, yes. Yeah, so actually Dakota, we, um, working on him. He's, uh, basically right now we're, we're in a trend. We're leading up to Rocky actually fully releasing the music. We've got a couple of things we got to clean up with the music, but he's going to have a full project out. Um, which I'm very excited for. Uh, pretty soon, probably a month or two, I want to say. Um, I'll probably, you know, we'll obviously know about that. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Single is going to be coming out very soon. This is some of his, like, best work. He has some phenomenal, like, the stuff we showed you way when we came back, we have totally scrapped all that, and we have a whole new set of songs that are coming out. Um, working with my buddies up at Humble, they are also doing really cool stuff, so we're going to do a group project that I want to do later on that's going to be more of my passion project so having a lot of just straight rap kind of on there um but yeah clothing brands coming soon um label probably just all that kind of stuff so a lot of stuff on the horizon but early stages so yeah George told me back in June no one's going to care about a five-year-old rap beef I said I absolutely totally disagree everybody cared about that shit really what are the bigger pods one of the bigger ones. I didn't know about it. and I, I, he, he didn't me, go to school with us. He, yeah, like, me personally, like, maybe it. it's like some personal vendetta. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. You th- you're <laughs> overthinking it. And I was like, I never heard of this rap beef, so. Right, yeah. Whatever, it is. But it, it did well. It did well. So, um, I'm going to bring that up to say, we'd love to have you guys back Absolutely. if you want to come on to drop music. Real quick, is Calabasas Freestyle going to be on there, or is that scrapped? Nope, we're done with Calabasas okay. Freestyle. is cutting room floor. It's gotcha. everything. He's got, he's got songs that are, that blow that out of the water. So if so if if that's like like he did that and then did it again but better basically like songs that I'm just like very excited for um the main thing holding us back right now is we just we're we're going through like a transitional period with a lot of the music and trying to figure out like physical locations and stuff like that and you know and we really want to do a lot of things on our own so um it's it's a little bit of a grind you know what I mean um so but yeah, no, it's yeah. I think I think you, a lot of people are going to be very surprised with what we've got. And Dakota is super sharp, super talented as well. Um, I can't wait for you to get a chance to hear what he has because he's very talented. I've been asking for so close for four years, and I <laughs> no. understand why I'm never going to yeah, hear it again. Yeah, but, but I've been asking for it. Trust me, man. What he's got is even better. He showed his, me some music last night, and I was just like, "Wow, I didn't know you even had this in you." So 
it's 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 really cool. It's going to be a really cool experience. I think, and I absolutely would love to bring them back on here and. I love you know, guys. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. So. Are you guys gonna do billboards like, "Hey, humble so and so is on fucking"? No, <laughs> but we do. I do have. I've been. I've been really cooking up a lot of marketing schemes. I want to do. Um, so I really want to get creative and uh, do a lot of footwork. Like I want to. I've a lot of what my kind of idea and approach to it is like bringing like the old school like you know golden era hip hop kind of ideas back. You know, and kind of bringing like a more retro style, a very authentic. You know, a lot of things nowadays feel too modern. Uh, just for my personal liking. So I want to try and give us give people like that, like going around to the stores and like promoting and stuff like that. You know, being very like personal with people, like trying to just like check this out, like going up. You know what I mean? Like trying to really cater like a specific um, kind of theme for the whole whole rollout and the process of it. So if that makes sense. Last question. In my opinion, the Jordan ones are the best Jordans. Mm. You're a sneakerhead. Are those mm-hmm. the best Jordans? Are those your favorite? They are not my favorite. Jordan okay. 1s are not my favorite. My favorite uh, Jordans are going to be probably the Jordan 11s, um, a very classic shoe, a very classy shoe as well. Um, Jordan 1s, you know, you got to understand, like, Jordan 1s are very played out right now. You know, I've been collecting sneakers for five years now probably, and nobody was buying Jordan 1s in 2017. Jordan 1s were sitting on shelves. People did not buy them. Then, obviously, you know, you had a lot of big icons wearing them and really, like, like don't get me wrong, they're dope. I have, like, four pairs of Jordan 1s, and I love them. But they're super overhyped. There's a lot of ugly colors, you know. And for me, there's a lot of Jordans that just get underrated, and people don't recognize them until you get Travis Scott attached to it. You know, mm. people go, oh, sixes are really cool. And it's like, they've been cool, you know. You guys just didn't buy them until Travis had them, so... So it's, it's a weird thing, you know. I mean, Jordan 1s, they're comfortable. They're easy to wear with everything. Um, but not my favorite. Probably the most overrated, but, you know, I definitely get a lot of people love them. They're fucking death. People don't even know there's other Jordans. They think just Jordan 1s are the right. only thing that exists. Just you know? like the Bulls colors. Yeah, yeah. Only, yeah. So. For sure. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Absolutely. Thank Appreciate you for having me. Appreciate your time. Me. No. This is very yeah. fun. Absolutely, yeah. man. I cannot wait to come back, so... We'll please happen. do, man. Please do. And then, yeah, I, I might, you know, I might do the billboards. I might be like, hey, hey, Redding, Rocky's yeah. on the next episode. Oh, of like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I can't afford that shit. That's something, no. I, my dream is I want to get, I, I, I hate telling my dreams in public because everyone steals my fucking ideas, I feel like, but mm-hmm. I want to get a billboard on the interstate, like going Ooh. towards like Anderson because everyone passes that yeah. somehow. That would be really cool. You know really what I mean? Cool. And that just, would be awesome, And just actually. have billboards that say like, you know. Hey, Anderson. That's a milestone. So-and-so's on fucking... Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm not making an album, so that's hard. You know what I mean? Like, my podcast just kind of come out sporadically. You need to reach a pinnacle moment, something that's very... Go- that's something that's going to... You know is going to be a bit of a jumping-off point for you, and then you really want to push that and really take advantage of that. So whatever... You know, say you're making a fight, like a big change to... You know, if you get your own physical location or your own... Um, or even if you got, like, a big person, like a local legend, kind of, you know, that would be the perfect time. It's just, like, time and timing you know what i mean that's what i, I, like I should have did it for like the mayor and stuff i just didn't yeah no but foresight didn't do it but uh, yeah you're, I you're mean, still and you're building your rapport right now once right. you get to a better point it'll be perfect you know what i mean like it'll be a there'll be a great moment to do it it's just it hasn't come yet because i mean what this is only three years in for you right basically yeah, yeah. halloween will be three years yeah, so, and yeah so, it's still pretty new and so i mean you know you still have a lot of milestones to achieve you know and so i think once you get to that next big one advantage of it take huge advantage of it um, that's kind of how Coffee I drinks real fuck it why not who cares <laughs> hey man they were cool I, yeah. I like that that's a good rollout that's, yeah that was a genius part of it yeah genius 
Uh, the only thing is I can only put them in like Redding and Anderson and like Cottonwood. But hey, you know what? That's cool. That's yeah. fine. Just every exit you'll just see. You know what? You can also do it online too. Find like Instagram, promote Instagram ads, stuff like that. Um, there's different ways, you know. Um, physical stuff is dope. Um, that would be mainly appealing to older audiences. A lot of younger audience probably don't care as much about physical. They're certainly they're glued to their phone most of the time. Right. So a younger audience, you'd want to do like Instagram ads. Um, you'd want to do Facebook for sure. Just all sorts of shit like that. That's what I would recommend. Putting okay. someone into that. Yeah. Well, we could definitely talk. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, we're just <laughs> over here rambling. Forgot we were still recording. Yeah. No, you're all good. You're all good. Um, if you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you very much. I'll be back sometime soon, and I will see you guys later. Have a good day.